Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. How have you been though? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. In transition again, but Really? Yeah. What to this time? Well, so I was really into, you know, food and beverage mm-hmm. and kind of felt that whole vibe and then COVID and the hotel was oh, closed yeah. over the Capitol Hotel. Closed. Is it gone forever? No, no, no. They're no? back open. Okay. Um, they sold to like a corporate management, well, not sold, a corporate management company is bought them managing it. Um, oh, okay. Steven still own it, but everything was going to change. And I was like, this doesn't feel very secure. Right. So I've kind of just been playing around, but I just started something new last week. Construction. We'll see how it goes. Construction. Yeah. So, what are you doing? Like a site <laughs> management or. Yeah. I'm a project manager for downtown dwellings. It's like a, yeah. you know, they buy buildings historic buildings uh-huh. and restore them restore so. them that's awesome it's my fifth life let's see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> well construction's been my whole first you know 14 to now yeah so it's there are worse jobs yeah. it's fun the only thing i like about it now after 20 i don't even know many years anymore is that it's the location changes mm-hmm. you're never in the same spot longer than a few weeks or a month or two if it's a big job and then on to a new one. Yep. That's nice. No office. It is hot as shit, though. Yeah. We have, like, a central <coughs> office, and everything that we own is within, like, two miles of it. Oh, really? So, it's, like, the polar opposite. Like, because everything downtown, I mean, that's where the historic buildings Fair are. Fair enough. That's true. Daysgates, Bates, and mm-hmm. on that street, all those colonial houses. Yeah, we're, houses. like, Cumberland and, you know, Number Streets. <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And yeah, you get cool. to be downtown all the time, still. Yeah. yeah. Where are you living, Little Rock? Are you living downtown? I'm about to. Really? I live way out west Little Rock right oh, now. Oh, shit. Out by Pinnacle Mountain. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's yeah, been you... a real pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> but with COVID, again, I just didn't want to make any permanent decisions, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to have an expensive place, so my sister and I live together in a one-bedroom. I mean, she fair enough. lives with her boyfriend most of the time, but it's the cheapest rent I've ever had in my entire life, so. Really? Yeah. Well, because we're splitting a one bedroom. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Okay. But yeah. She's splitting it and barely living there? <clears throat> yeah. What a sweetheart. I know. Well, it was her <laughs> lease that she couldn't get out of oh. for a while, so I'm the sweetheart. <laughs> I'm the one helping her. So. But anyway. We, so we were just talking about how long we've known each other, and we were like, you know, we remember when like five years was the extent of our entire friendship, and now mm-hmm. we're sitting here trying to guess, and we haven't even seen each other in almost... Five years. Yeah. It's whenever this show was. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking well, forever. The Metroplex isn't even the Metroplex anymore. No, it's and a it lumber hasn't one been. for a long time. Yeah. God dang. I know. Good Shit's Lord. nuts. So when the fuck? I was trying to think, because I always try to think of stuff like before people come on. And I was yeah. like, how in the fuck? I, Vino's, I guess. Yeah. Way were, long time ago. We were all kids. Well, so I think we really met through like the Michael Brock. The village, more the village era. But no, it was, it was prior to that. And he had been working. Did he only start working shows at the village? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm -mm, No. Cause he was doing something else. And then when the village opened, he did that like, he was there day one. Yeah. He was there from the very beginning, so he was already had to be doing it. 
Yeah, no, y'all had been helping. Maybe it was just Metroplexy stuff, but that oh, but even we started were working early with too. Aaron. That's what it was. Yeah. We were doing those shows, all those going up to wherever the fuck and doing all yeah. his, his outdoor concerts. That was concerts. later too, though. That was like 2007. What the fuck? Yeah, because I was out of high school. Oh, my brain. I know. I mean, I guess it was just Vino's in like 2002 or three. Had to be. That's when I started that's where lurking around I wasn't I was already there but that's my high school era so yeah I was like I graduated 02 started going to Vino's like I want to say like 00 really? it was either 99 or 2000 god 99 yeah holy shit it was like right in there because that's when I started high school so it was like right in that yeah because that's when I met all the people that brought me into the fold yeah were you playing in bands at that point nope didn't even play guitar Really? I barely, I've been playing guitar for a year when I got in high school, and that's because I watched my buddy Rocco Lacido play the fucking solo to Freebird with his fucking teeth <laughs> at the high school, or at the junior high talent show or some shit like that, and it like, I was like, whoa, and what the fuck, I gotta do, yeah, I yeah. gotta play the guitar with my teeth. And then later on at the senior talent show, we actually played together at the talent show, and it's been it's been just that for ever since then. So huh. twenty, I graduated twenty years ago in May. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking sucks. My first show at Vino's. <clears throat> Sorry, I sound like I, shit. I cough all the I time. I've been happen. smoking a lot, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I was like, how am I gonna do this? Sounding like this, but I'm fine. Um, was American Hi-Fi. Nice. Yeah. American Hi-Fi. <laughs> and honestly, they're fucking awesome. I yeah. love that band. Like, no shit. I think they're fun. And I actually bought, like, their second album. But you know, <coughs> Stacey Jones, the singer of American Hi-Fi, mm-hmm. was in Vruka Salt. Oh, okay. So he's, like, fucking, he's cool. He's legit. Sure. He just wanted to do a more poppy thing, and he wanted to be the front, you know, in front of the girls. Money. Yeah. And Money. ladies and rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in... That had to be seventh, seventh grade or eighth Holy grade. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, I didn't get in that had, young. Well, but it maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. We were fourteen. It was a friend from um. Well, that's from church from youth group, and that was maybe more like eighth grade. Yeah, I was fourteen. Yeah. yeah, probably eighth or ninth. So, but her mom, the girl that I was supposed to go with, her mom wouldn't let her go because they sold beer at Vino's. Oh my and god! And I was like, "Are you allowed to go to Chili's?" <laughs> yeah. And uh. Yeah. Or literally anywhere, or church, because they yeah, have wine. Yeah, right. Yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. But we stood over the fence in the back patio, and I was like, hey, Stacy, will you call my friend? And he did, and he was cool. And I was like, so for my first show, I was immediately like, I felt connected. Oh, You know, man. from moment one. I was Same. like, I already met the band. You don't mean, you don't meet the band every time? Pretty sure so. my first show was at Juanita's, and it was probably one of the most legendary lineups of all fucking, like, what a show to get in the ground floor. Drew made me go it, like I saw some friends bands like local bands uh-huh. but like first show with touring acts and like all mm-hmm. it's fucking living sacrifice logic 34 embodiment and under oath when they were oh, death shit. metal yeah I, I was just like <laughs> my brain I could feel it melting inside my head like whoa wow <laughs> wow you know singers hanging from shit uh-huh. doing all kinds of crazy stuff and you're just like as a kid Sold. Wow. Fucking sold. Aaron would have had to have done that show because. Oh, yeah. Um, what was her name? Peggy Adams. Peggy. 
that was before him. Mm-hmm. Like left like two or three years before. I think Erin is responsible for that whole time frame of the oh yeah that yeah era. i mean she did some cool so remember all the pictures they used to have in the windows oh yeah um god i don't even know what those are called anymore headshots like slicks or something yeah. you know um glossies glossies there glossies. you go yep i called when juanita's got sold not the second time not new juanita's and not when they moved when the actual building got sold right to to demo all the stuff um, out yeah yes, see well, if it was you could oxford american and i was like hey does anybody know where those are no one fucking knows. Some the asshole dumpster. took that shit. And it's like fucking the Pixies and Imogene Heap. And I remember Zach Wilde was on there. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot. It was almost like it had a comedy store front entrance. Yeah. But it was for rock and roll. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, who thought of that? What a weird thing well, to do. It's a weird thing. <laughs> but it was iconic. It was. Both those, dude, Vino's and Juanita's in that era. Holy shit. The night. Really, from like the late '80s, all the way to like 2000 and probably what 10. Yeah, just unbelievable. I know, iconic. Totally. And then the fucking the great dive off and just everything with the shit. I, it's like watching a plane crash. I watched like we watched motion. it all. We yeah. were in it. We, yeah, and, and, and so like we started. And then we loved it enough. We both got jobs in it mm-hmm. where we were, you know, you were doing booking, promoting, all that stuff, band managing. And I was being a band dude and doing production work. Yeah. And we were all working shows together yeah. and just watch the slow decline. Watch from a Tuesday night with 200 people to a Friday night with a touring national world touring act with 50 people. And you're like, what the fuck? We got saturated. We're a C market at best. We're, we're still C market. Yeah. yeah. We got saturated. We got big heads, and we were we were fucking shit up. It was egotistical. It was. I'll look in the camera and say it. John Love fucked everything up. <laughs> Not really, um, but he when they got of, when they got a divorce, when Aaron right. and John split, right? That was um, the, the start of a weird decline. Kind of was. Yeah. Well, then the show started. The same show would be over here and here <clears throat> at the same time. So mm-hmm. he started splitting crowds. Mm-hmm. And then also different genres were emerging, mm-hmm. you know? And so then the crowd started going to different things. So just like spread all the fingers out and eventually people just quit going all together. Yeah. And I mean, I remember, so when the village, I think that was 2009, didn't it get seven? torn down in 2009? Probably. I'm all fucking stupid when it comes to time frames. Yeah, me too. I've lived this whole life and I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I remember it. Yeah. Couldn't tell you when it happened. I think, so John Love came in, him and Aaron started Hitchhiker Entertainment Mm -hmm. in 2004. I was a junior in high school, and I was working for them full time. Like, I just didn't go to school. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's real awesome. People talk about things from, like, history. They're like, you don't know that? I'm like, no, I didn't go to fucking high school. Yeah, I kind of, you know. I was playing rock and roll. Did shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he, they started in, in 04 and I'll never forget. We had a show at Vino's. Um, it was Feeble Wiener, Fallout Boy, <laughs> and some, do you know Feeble Wiener? Or you just nope. think the name is funny? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, just funny. <laughs> they're, they're fucking, they're like a geek rock band. It was fun. Had to be with a name uh, like that. Yeah. And then Fallout Boy though, yeah. before they were anybody. Yeah. yeah. I got a piece of toilet paper off Pete Wentz's Foot. shoe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now look at him. Yeah fucking monster we've had a lot of that though 
Oh, We've yeah. had so many of those bands come through that were just kids in a van to yeah. some of the biggest musicians of all time. Yeah, they stayed at our houses. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, be like, oh, yeah, that's my friend Andy Hull. And people are like, Manchester Orchestra? I'm like, yeah, you stayed with me a bunch. Yeah. You know? Their van still has a fucked up front tire. Like, I don't know car parts, but their mm-hmm. van was all fucked up from... Uh, the garbage man that just plowed through our street. <laughs> They're like, yep, we think of you every shit. time we look at it. I'm like, cool. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. But yeah, so shit got really weird. And we were doing like 100 million shows. I remember at one point when we had The Village, Vino's, Juanita's. Downtown Sa- Music. Downtown Music. Sam was uh, at Downtown. Uh, I, shit, I just said it the other day. It was the one, it was the punk rock venue that was also on... It was like right across the next street over from downtown, the big and tall store, Blank Generations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blank Gen. Yeah. That was all at the same time. Yeah, it was. And, well, and then there was even more than that. And then you have Stickies and Rev on top of that. Oh, that's right. Shit. But we were actually, like, I was actually running uh-huh. for with Aaron, Vino's, Juanita's. Um, we were doing some shows at downtown. We were doing yep. some shows at the Metroplex, and we had the Village. And the Metroplex, too. Yeah. Shit. And so, not to mention all the outdoor shit we did. Yeah. Like, oh, do you yeah. remember that... We did like a rave, drove all the way to Harrison, oh, worked for yeah. the Chariot and Under Oath, and then drove all the way back. It was like a 30-something hour, like... Just stretch. Stretch. Yeah. Ugh. All I wore were black t-shirts and cut-off jeans, and yeah. I just kept like six in my trunk. I, <laughs> I just wore the same so shit bad. all the time. <laughs> yeah, we all did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that look, that vibe. But there were nights that I would go from one venue to the next. I would go pay, and whichever band I wanted to see the most, yep. I would go there last so I right. could like hang out and watch the show. Right. But I literally would just, we called it venue hopping in high school, but we weren't getting paid. But then right. at some point, I never had a real job. Right, I know. Like, I never had, I never had, and I didn't understand PTO or vacation or time off. If there was a Sunday show, I worked six days That's that right. week. That's right, yeah. And I, if I told you what I was getting paid... But I didn't give a shit. No, we none of us did. Oh, yeah. I know because I got paid. There were the same. <laughs> literally, yeah. If not worse. Yeah. It's like, oh, you push some gear for twenty hours. I remember one we did one, but you know, it's one of those things where it's the camaraderie is unbelievable because you're all suffering together. And when a show fucking fails, you all fail. Because you know, the promoter didn't get any money. Yeah, and you kind of because he has yeah. to pay the band. Yeah. And yeah. we're all sitting there after like twenty hours, just dead tired and delirious, Here's and they're 40 like bucks. The beer, the beer fridge is open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Here's 20 for gas, and you're like, okay, damn. But you can only do that for so long. Oh, I was. Because you spend your whole life, like, gigging, and then you'll get, like, a little small, like, clean your friend's house for 50 bucks, mm-hmm. and you're doing that during the day. You're like, whoo, made rent. Yeah. You know? And then on to the next one. Yep. Or start bartending at the shows or getting paid to work the door. Like I Blake always paid me to work the door at the village. Yep. Um, which was good. But yeah, I didn't have schedule. I didn't have and I did yeah. that until I was like twenty six. <laughs> like uh, no, I take that back. I was twenty four and I will never my first job <clears throat> I'd worked at like a daycare, mm-hmm. um, like at, at a gym in the nursery, you know, right. when I was in high school for like three days a week, you know, but like a workout gym. Yeah. Oh, just an all place women's for, gym. Okay. For that had, they could bring their babies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did that, but there would be no kids and they'd be like, okay, you can go home. <laughs> if a baby comes in, I'll watch it. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. So it was not, it was not yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah. 
and I was scared to do anything. Like I had no confidence. I was like, I'm badass at this. And then I was like, what, what do I do? And, um, I went and got a job. I had moved to Fayetteville at some point and I was booking a venue up there called Rogue and they did all this write up in the, it used to be Froggies before that or the Gypsy or something. And yeah, I think the Gypsy and then Froggies and then it was Rogue Pizza and I did some cool shit up there, but we also, um, you know, it was, it was just, it was a bullshitty thing and it kind of sucked and I was trying to go to school. And my friend worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I was like, I guess I'll be a fucking server. Yeah. And then you just stuck and in I there was for. Like, cool. How long did you do food? Um, Like 10 years, huh? Yeah. I mean, I did that. And then I I was serving here. It took me a long time to get through school. So that was always What'd kind of my. What did you go to school for? Why? I have a degree in anthropology and Which nonprofit is... professional studies. The study of people, basically. People? Oh, yeah. Okay. Behaviors and kinship and tribes and like how why we are societies the way we are kind of a thing it made sense it kind of helped me understand a lot of my trauma from music (laughs) it's a thing yeah i mean i went through some shit all this stuff's coming out now about how the bands are all like (coughs) rapists and pedophiles and i'm like yeah oh i thought we knew that like pretty sure that was just yeah it's one of those things where it was so normal it was just normal yeah and you didn't even think about it at the time no because it was just oh well yeah they they got what would they call groupies they would take them back in the bus and you're just like okay that's part and you're just working yeah and i was the only girl around like there's sam but i was pretty much the only chick all the fucking time right ever and um wasn't just the bands you know it was (sighs) people people um (laughs) But I made sure, like, I didn't drink, I didn't do drugs. I was like, I don't want to be a cliche because I'm a teenager in this. Right. So I was really protective of myself for a really long time. That's very smart. Well, it was smart when I did it. And then, you know, some shit, Vino's changed everything. And then I quit there and ran away to go see a show and, you know, clear my head in Cincinnati and (laughs) had a whole really cool experience there. And then came back and was like, okay, what the fuck am I going to do now? And called Aaron Hurley and was like... Okay, I still want to work in music. Yeah. And, um, Can I have a job, please? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I really need help. So I filed press kits. Oh, joy. That was my first thing that I did. I was going through and just listening to music. I was still, you know, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was Press wild. kits, back when that was fucking, I mean, you, we still have to make them and send them, but it's like mm-hmm. the most pointless shit in the world. Yeah. It's like Google. That's your press yeah. kit. Like, yeah. it's right there. You can even click play. Yeah. It's everything. And it's but probably it's, easier than going to somebody, finding the email with the link to it I and like opening it. sitting, because you know, I used to ask Aaron a lot, and Blake and James too, Snyder, mm-hmm. all those fucking questions like, well, what about this? What about, you know, because I'm in a band too, because I don't want to do this forever. I want to be on stage forever. So this is kind of like my workaround to try to get in with all those yeah. people. And then I was, <laughs> I was in his office one day and he goes, okay, here's press kits. And he picks up two different ones, right? And he had them on his desk. He's like, this one, and it was just like a folder. Mm-hmm. He goes, jump, and he dropped it in the trash uh-huh. can. He goes, fuck that band. That's unoriginal. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. And then he picked up one that was like laminated, like a trifold, uh-huh. and had a cork with a CD in the middle. Yeah. And the graphics were laid out around it. He's like, this band gives a fuck. They mm-hmm. go in my maybe pile. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah. So, try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Effort, man. And he was like, this is how it is. This is just how it is. He's like, you know, you get up however many of these a day. 
Mm-hmm. Because at the time, Juanita's was super popular venue. Yeah. So everybody knew who the fuck was Juanita's exclusive. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you didn't take the time to show that you gave a shit about your own thing. Sh- yeah. Because uh, you're probably going to put that time into promoting your show too. And like making your girlfriend pay for a ticket. Well, you just know? be a fucking local here was hard to get in that joint. Yeah. Until, well, so... Yeah, press kits. We well, had them. We had them filed, and we would take beer boxes mm-hmm. and cut out the top. Mm-hmm. And he had these shelves in his office, and I would just go kind of sort the magazine. And he was like, "If you see one that looks cool, pull it out." Yeah. And so I did that. And there were times though that I was like, you know, like stealing CDs out of him. I was like, "This man's fucking awesome." I was like, "The man was cool." I took the CD, and he, you know, nobody yeah, he, cared. He but, care. Uh, he was like, "If you say they're good, I'll book them." Um, but yeah, so when local bands started playing Juanitas, so they had their blues night on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then on Wednesdays they had like the whatever. There was some kind of local group that was some kind of like random genre of music, and they would do Wednesdays. So there was okay. blues on Tuesdays, something random on Wednesday that I don't remember, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday were you shows, know, regular touring, dudes. yeah, you know, bands. But it wasn't like it was always big radio rock bands, or no. there wasn't a it was good and it was fun, but it wasn't like a whole movement, you know, like not like the middle tier that was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the with the Devil Wears Pradas and the Underos and yeah. the Mayday Parades and all. It just the list goes on and on. Yeah, and even just like, but there were so many. Yeah, and so that happened though because there was Fresh Blood at Vino's, Vino's yep, and John Love had just started. So he was the manager of single minded who became the frail division. That's right. And so he kind of got involved just from them playing shows at Juanita's. And he was like, yeah, I think I'll do this for a job. And him and Aaron somehow linked up and they are so different. That was such a weird, bizarre combination. I've only ever heard stories. I didn't know him at the time. Knew him both after all that had already happened. Yeah. But I knew Aaron more. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's my, He's the best. I got to get him on He's here. My Spe- buddy. Speaking of hard to get on that show, so my band, the, my first like actual band where we were doing stuff, we uh we used to hound him all the time, uh-huh. and then when emails were around, we were like emailing him all the time, and he finally fuck fi- and he knows this story because we've shared a few laughs over it, but finally we get the show. Fuck, we booked Juanitas. <laughs> The day before the show, we broke up. Oh, shit. (laughs) And we canceled on him. (laughs) Uh, Nobody showed up like, hey, I'm Corey. I'm just going to do this shit by myself because fuck it. No, no. It was the only breakup where it was almost fist fights for me. Oh, shit. Because I've been in quite a few. Yeah. It was the only one that was just like straight up. We were in each other's face, like nose to nose. And it was all over... And it's so stupid now. It was all over track listings Oh wow. for the album we were making. Wow. How fucking stupid. You know, this shit is about passion. It and is. people, like seriously though, if a they band really would cancel care. on us, we would be like, can somebody come play? Like we would seriously try and get like something put together. Unless act. there were 13 bands on the bill, which we did that too all the time. But um, I don't miss that shit. God. I don't miss that shit. We pushed, we pushed things, but it is passion. And the reason you do that is for passion. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like Dave, the sound guy from Juanita's for, he was there forever. Yes. And um, Dave Barnett, he works for the state now. I can't, it's, it's unfucking imaginable to me that a man that gifted works in that job. Yeah. When he 
definitely should be in this job. Oh, he was a god at sound. You could, you could the stories that man probably has, and he's he's a loner. Like he's I know. he's just kind of his own deal, and he's always been like that. And I don't think he wants it any other way. But he knows so much, and oh man, oh, if, if you, here, be... dude, oh he would. If you would do it, the first thing all you would have to say to get him going is. So, Dave, how do you feel about people spiking mics on stage? And he would probably stand <laughs> up yeah, and yeah. God damn it, you know, he gets so kick, kick monitor grates in cuz he was very oh, protective. Oh yeah, cuz he would be there at the end of the night once you start working, you see the sound, he's pulling the grills back off. Yeah. Pumping the screens yep. back, yep. you know, like wiping all the beer out. Yeah, like, people didn't do that shit, but we had nice gear there. Very and, nice. And well, remember that um some of the best. That organ. Yes. And that was there. That was on stage for Forever. years and years and years. Forever. They finally moved it to the back because Dave was getting pissed, but people would want to use it. Yep. Um, I wish I could remember a single man that did, but I can't. Um, but yeah, lots of people wanted to use that thing too. But yeah, man, people, we, passion, man, passion. Uh, yeah, and it equates for a lot of mistakes too, though. Like you get so in the moment and then that's what happens. You do shit that you probably wouldn't normally do like throw a microphone yeah. on the ground because they're expensive yeah you know it's they're not really fucking, fucking yours it's not your well some yours are so the, the reason why you're here <laughs> you hit me up about a show we did in nashville arkansas oh, yeah. and holy fuck oh let's but, go there but yeah the guy the sound the main sound guy so we took the every to people that know the village we packed up the village. The village. Of, the whole fucking the, the, the soundboards, the stage, everything, the lighting, all of it came in a fucking Penske truck. Yeah. To Nashville, Arkansas, and we set it up in a fucking cow pasture in a parking lot across the street from a cow pasture. Like we had cows watching us play. Yeah. And then there was like a barbecue dude, and there was like oh I forgot about the barbecue dude. Dude, the best. He ta- he's the guy that taught me how to smoke pork chops. That's funny. I still use that trick to this day. Uh, nice. Okay. He uh. So Jesse, the sound guy, the first fucking band, does the thing, pow, and he run. You know, he's a hothead. He runs around. Oh gets up on yeah, stage. Jesse Baker. The yeah. mics are still hot, and he's like, "You stupid motherfuckers! You suck anyway. Go back to your fucking garage." Fuck. Well, like just and the whole crowd's like, "Oh Gosh. my god!" That it was. That was the first. <laughs> that was the first moment. That was the first fucking band, and we should have all known. We should have all known. We knew. It was when gonna, we pulled up, we fucking knew. Dude. I think we had a little bit of hope in the you're right. beginning. We always do. Yeah, we. And but you're. I mean, you're totally right. That that I'm going to keep coming back to that passion makes you do a lot of things that you should not fucking do. We should have. That's why it all home. crashed and burned anyway. Like the whole thing, the whole music scene here. You know, dude. everybody started pushing to make shit happen. Well, so fucking, it was. It was all these locals, and I can't remember. It was them like all. ten. I it mean, was a lot. It was a. They were paying, was playing stages. like fifteen minute slots. Yes. Yeah, dueling. Dueling. And one was, was in the warehouse, and one was outside on the village stage. God. And it was, but I wrestled a bear once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only band I remember. And the big, fucking scary handshake murders. He's the oh, one that went and slashed yeah. that. So the promoter fucking ran off with all the money. Is that who I messaged you about? Yes. Okay. And then that guy went, found his truck. Slashed all his tires. I remember walking oh, into yeah. that warehouse that the office y'all had set up. And I walked in and you go. And I was like, 
and just turned around and walked right back out. That look was oh so Oh my god. Fucking... Man, you're unlocking. I've been racking my brain since I messaged so I messaged you last week and I was yeah. like, who was that dude? And um Mike. I don't know why I thought of him. But I I, I think about that show all the time. Head. That was a nightmarish show of all time. That was so wild. I remember, but now you just unlocked that for real. <laughs> I remember that look. I remember you walked in and I, I remember we were sitting there with money. They were going to fucking kill each other. I bet. They were going to kill each other. And I don't even know, we had some money. How did we even, people, uh, people were there. Yeah. Oh, there was a solid, probably hundred people, honestly. I just remember. Because we were the first band at night on the village stage. Like, we were the nightfall band that was going to yeah. kick off the yeah. rest of the tour, like the big acts. Yeah. And. But they didn't all play, did they? Only one. Yeah. We were almost the headliner of the show because that, when we got done, that's when I walked. That's when all that was going. That's right why down. I missed some of that drama. Yeah. Because I was on stage playing. Fuck. You <laughs> set up all that stuff. We hauled it up there. We set it up. Then you played. Yeah. Then and we then had we had to tear, to tear it down. <laughs> and, and we were all like beat down. The sun, because it was hot. It was in the middle of summer. All I remember is being, I see, I remember being so sweaty. Yes. And just miserable. Remember Brock and all he had on was booty shorts. Yeah. And he's out there. That's all he ever wore. <laughs> so many pictures. <laughs> yeah. I've got one from that show and he's just like this from like way across the oh parking my God. lot. Just stunner shades and booty shorts. Oh my God. But we had to get all that going. We had and we had two really good sound guys. Yeah. We brought Jesse and then the Nick was there. Yeah. And because Nick was in like that's how all this came together. Because yeah. Nick was like, oh, and this guy had this idea. And it, so the show lost its ass because he booked all these fucking bands and like f- I think it was like three headlining acts that all should have been headlining their own show, not yeah. playing back to back. Yeah. And then just bounced. Well, with the purse and, and like left his wife there or some shit oh my god yeah and do you remember so something bad happened with irs little bear once like i remember like thinking like that band better not ever come back to town not because of like we would get them but because like they were gonna cause some fucking trouble if they were ever back in arkansas she, and they did come back she was screaming when i walked in the room and you that's you gave me the look and i saw everything going on and i just like oh no yeah. no 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 and I she couldn't defend fun. anything and I didn't have any I wasn't paying <coughs> for that shit it wasn't our shit. skin in the game yeah. we were there to help and we were working for free we did all yeah. that for nothing for just cause to do it and Blake yeah. let us use the village stuff yeah he didn't charge us for that or nothing yeah, yeah. I was telling I was talking to my girlfriend about this story I was like so my friend has a podcast we were talking about this stuff and I was like all I remember is like or I was asking her really I was like I really wonder if we, did we even ask Blake? I know he didn't care, but, and I was like, did we borrow it all and break it all? We didn't break anything. No, no, nothing broke. Yeah. But we. But I had it in my head. I was like, that was so fucked up. I think we broke everything too, but we didn't. We okay. showed up the night before. I was the whole process. So this is the whole, what I remember. We showed up the night before. We tore everything in the village down. We loaded it into a fucking Penske truck with the ramp. You know, the big yeah. village ramp, that big 80-foot behemoth. Yeah. And it got driven to a house or whatever. And then we meet that morning, the morning of the show. The show starts at, like, fucking 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we, so we got to get the fuck going. Yeah. <laughs> we build the stage. We set the PA system up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know what? Actually, I think it was the whole fucking PA system. I know it was both the boards, the big old 50-channel yeah. fucking... Oh, it was. It was every, I mean, it, it was, was everything. It, it was, was both, both boards. boards. It was 
the it whole was stage. Everything. And I, yeah, now I'm thinking, I think it was all the speakers yeah. too. It was a stupid amount of shit. Yeah, for especially for what it was. We could have done that with those. It was basic. Just did it at the village. Spe- Why did we just do it at the village where it already was? I don't know. There wasn't a show, clearly. Why didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we? We, I think just- we were just talked into it's a pasture yeah. and it's awesome and they're, yeah. they're letting us use the land and it's not the same building. So Yeah, we were bored. I guess <sighs> we were bored. Remember being bored? Remember when that was a thing? Bored doing yeah. the shit you do every day that yeah. you're, you're like, I'm bored. There's Billy Joe from Green Day. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I had so many moments like that. Like, I was... um, Or just chilling in the back, and you're surrounded by rock stars, and you're like, I could eat. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like, "Eh." this shit doesn't mean nothing. We all get the fuck out of here and leave that pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're praying at the end of the night, they leave the fucking... They leave the fucking what? What is that shit called? All the catering. The catering, yeah. 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 The burritos and the... Yeah, especially Juanita's when it was like... Big things of fajitas. I lived off of cold old fajitas. Dude, when they would leave the whole, like the band wouldn't even touch it. Yeah. And you were eyeballing it all night like, they nothing. That's another memory unlocked. I lived off that shit. I slept up there all the time. Oh, well, there's a whole, most people probably don't know that there was a whole fucking house, like damn apartment upstairs. Offices, all this stuff, and then like an actual... They yeah. had a bathroom and well, everything. Well, we put, so there was a bathroom, there were showers. That's why it was the premier venue because right. it's one of the very few that had and showers washer dryer. and washer dryer. Yeah. Um, and like lots of back offices that were open and we threw couches and stuff back there. We trashed that place. Oh, it was so I used gross. to get in I trouble. I not sit in them couches. Oh, yeah. We, so gross. We did all kinds. We, I also got in trouble for leaving my hookah out all the time. I had it, I had worked at a hookah bar for like 10 <laughs> minutes and I had a hookah. <laughs> And Aaron would be like, you're like Kylie, his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Clean that shit up. <laughs> like, Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, so we had um, we had a bed up there. We built a bed. That was actually James's idea, building a bed in the green room yeah. for like the bus drivers that, yep. you know, oh, couldn't get a hotel that's room. smart. Yeah. We put a really good mattress protector on it. And yeah, those poor bastards. Yeah. Those poor bus drivers, man. Drive all night, sleep all day, miss all the fun. Yeah. No joke, but they were, so there's like all these different breeds. Like we could really write a book. Like, so sound guys are like this. Oh, sure. Promoters are like this. Yeah. Bus drivers are like this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sound guys are definitely the most unique breed of person. It takes, all the sound guys I know, they're all basically the same person. Yeah. 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 They got their different quirks, but that's what makes them them. But you're, and the amount of yelling, the amount of yelling. Except Dave. Never really heard him yell. He would get mad, but we were always very nice to him. I heard him yell. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, that's but, good. It means you I weren't learned. assholes. Yeah. I learned. Yeah. I learned quick yeah. when I saw bands get yelled at. I was like, you know, I don't want to get yelled at. Mm-mm. Plus, I have a bad problem with being yelled at. Yeah. So, you got to find ways to not get yelled at. God, I used to yell. I was such a bitch. You have to be, though. I was such a bitch. It's okay. Because those fucking band dudes come in. And wreck shit. It's like, hey man, we have to be here every day. You're here for seven hours. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. And everything, you know, they come in and they, the rock star thing. And I get it. You don't have a home. Right. You know, you're out maybe three or four months. I got a tattoo on the tour bus of 13 visions from a guy named Rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because those losers, sorry, they're not losers. I am just a bitch. But they were, I just think it's so funny that these guys had their tour bus and they turned the back lounge, which is normally like 
you know, if you have a family or right. whatever, right. you know, you have the girl that night, whatever, that's your spot. Yes. But theirs was all covered in fisqueen, and it was for <laughs> was for tattoos. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God Almighty! <clears throat> they set up a oh, mobile tattoo parlor in their mobile, bus. They paid that dude to come tattoo them. That's, I mean, they were covered. If you look up those dudes, they Just are covered in tattoos. Toe. But they were like, you know, in that moment, they were like, well, we can't stop getting tattooed. It's kind of our look you know so they were they had a tattoo yeah, I, that's fucking insane artist on tour there's tattoo parlors in every city you go yeah, to yeah but that guy was probably like fuck man i'll do it for a day rate yeah yeah probably yeah. just paying by the day and he'll do whatever did you ever get one by the the weird yeah the puzzle man yeah i have a What's puzzle piece name? i'm in the brotherhood the enigma enigma yeah that's him me and aaron both so got so fucking nice yeah he was a cool dude we got um tattooed in Aaron's apartment I was laying on the floor I sound like such a like punk rock like I'm I mean, not it was pretty punk rock but that was kind of punk rock uh, I get a little time, cred for that now he drilled the fuck out of my back oh my god that tattoo if you touch it it's just like boom boom oh really <laughs> so <laughs> bad well, I th- I'm pretty sure he's self-taught uh, yeah. yeah he's <laughs> covered was... in blue puzzle pieces look him up on the internet the enigma mm-hmm. and he did a freak show yeah that's, That's what, what they call yeah. it. Uh, you know, a couple of times. He came through here yeah. more than once. Super fucking nice. Him and his wife or partner. Serena. I, yeah. yeah Serena. She was a suicide girl. Yeah. They're not together anymore. They're not? Mm-mm. Damn. They were together for a long... They met long, at our tattoo convention. Yeah, a long fucking time. They met at Inkspolosion. Because they were farming in Ohio or some shit. Yeah. Yep. What else do you do when you're covered from head to toe in blue puzzle accounting. pieces? Yeah, maybe know, accounting. Sit in an office. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Hey, Enigma. <laughs> now that's a skit. <laughs> I'm going to put that up there with James's uh, horror film idea about Larry's Pizza. What? He would just, they used to just like get stupid high and make up shit when we did the horror convention. Mm-hmm. Horror. Horror, People not horror. Yeah. A horror convention. But he had this idea because Larry's Pizza was right down there and Samantha, uh-huh. I think, was working there part time. Yeah, or yeah, she was. And so he's like, just, <laughs> we had a submission for films and so we were watching all these like oh for the know. screening rooms yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we were gonna okay. we had some kind of a war i don't know we were gonna do something but we were watching all these baby horror films and he's like walking around with pizza he's like can't you just see it like a zombie at larry's pizza walking around pepperoni <laughs> <laughs> i thought that shit was so funny that is funny so we'll do the enigma and then we'll do the larry's pizza thing we'll yo start enigma that in an office up. accounting would be fucking hilarious do it like yeah. shot like the office yeah oh yeah totally oh my god he's got the implanted horns, the horns. And he's got the split tongue yep split tongue i think, I think he tattooed his eyeballs no. i think he did the eyeballs finally fuck yeah no uh mm-mm. no yeah. It hurt just thinking about it. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. That. What if that goes wrong? Like, have you seen when it does? It's no. horrifying. Oh, it's blindness. You're. I mean, you're fucked. They're pulling your eyeball out of your head. Well, I just don't understand the risk versus reward. Nope. Well, it's like this one. Do you have yours? Is it still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said that goes away. It doesn't. So if you're considering a lip tattoo, they don't fade in ten years. Really? No. Oh, because I believe that hype. They don't. No, fade. I've yeah, had yours this is since. Still there. Me and Lindsay Forbes got that together. We were 18 and 34. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, well, that was I'm glad I didn't get, like, anything else. I know these ones fade pretty hard, but then they end up just looking like shit. Yeah, they're just runny. Yeah, Yeah. they just... Like on your hip. Become dots and shit. 
Yeah. I don't this this one is my own fault. I literally like got it at Adrian Seventh mm-hmm. Street. Like I just, I hadn't seen him in a while, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll get my band logo on my thumb." And then literally walked out, walked across the Vinos, walked on stage, played a fucking show, sweating and guitar strings. And oh my god! Just fucked it all up. Literally, I was like, "Well, that was stupid." Damn. And now it just like it like stays dirty. <laughs> I mean, I'm a dirty fucking person, but. <laughs> I think it's like embedded in there. Like uh, I can't it could, clean it. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Oops. That's a cut, basically. Man, I started. So my first tattoo was from the parlor. Diffie. Oh shit. He was in a band too. Yes, he was. What uh, was it called? Go fast. Go fast. They were fucking fun Which, too. Well, apparently, go fast. <coughs> Are they bad? Is a term. Uh, I think they'll always kind of be around. Okay. So um, when we want to. But I think doesn't it mean like. Pardon my drug ignorance, but I think like it means something about like meth or meth. coke or something. Seems right. That's something. I'll like believe that. that. Yeah. Um. I have a funny relationship with GoFast, but um. But he owned the parlor. Parlor was a shit. It was. So that was cool. a venue too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Because I watched Encomium play in that little. Oh fucking my god. Back room. Yeah. He did all. Diffie was cool. They were. He was wild, but he was cool. wild. Yeah. yeah. Fun my, though. My first though, I was. So I hung out at tattoo parlors a lot. So I was hanging out at Vino's. Vino's tattoo Seven parlors. And Street was right there. Yeah. And Ashley Berry and I were, became good friends. And I would get bored at Juanita's or Vino's and go hang out with her. You uh-huh. know? And right. just hang out. And Chad and every yeah, she's Adrian. working only when people come in. Yeah. 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 So I would literally, I used to do that everywhere though. I would just kind of go sit around. Like now that I think about it, it's like, was that a normal thing to just go hang out at the tattoo parlor for a couple work? hours? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a sweet fucking life oh, for it, a yeah. teenager slash, you know, young adult. Yeah, for sure. So I, I cut out, I saw a magazine and it was Stars and Dots, which is super traditional, you know, filler. Oh, it, the fil- It's meant yeah, to go yes. in between tattoos. All the tattoos, yeah. But I was like, I want that. So I cut out 14 of them, Stars and Dots, <laughs> yeah. on this little strip of paper <laughs> and took it to Diffie. And I was like, if it goes right here, it'll even be covered up in a swimsuit. So I put it like on my hip. That was your first terrible. one. That was my first tattoo. Oh my god! And um, but I got fourteen stars and fourteen dots because that's how old I was when I went to go see Sugar Cult, and that's what started me in music when wow. I ran away to that show. Do you know so that story? So it's still cool. Yeah. So it's Sugar Cult. They all represent music, which some of feels mine silly, do. but now I want my now I just want silly shit. Like yeah. Ever since my dad passed away this year, mm-hmm. now I'm just like on this different. It changes you. Yeah. So now I'm just on this different wavelength. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just going to be me forever. I'm not having kids. Yeah. So what the fuck is the point of growing up? Yeah. So. I, I'm all about that life. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm not going to live probably that long. I'm just going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm there too. Like. If I make it to 70, it'll be a fucking miracle. No. I don't know. No. I, I promise you. I have He's less, not very old. I have less time left on this earth than I've been on this earth. I plan on fucking doing it right. Yeah? yeah. Hey, as long as you have fun, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's the point. That's what it's all about. Like, look, first time uh-huh. in over a year, 2XL. Shout out to my boy Tan the Terrible, Risky Clothing. Huh? <laughs> he gave me this. <laughs> nice. And he was like, you want a 2X or a 3X? And I was like, man, I've been in 3Xs, but they're starting to get, because I've been dieting. Uh-huh. I was like, they're starting to get loose. And then he gave me this yesterday. Nice. And I fucking put it on this morning. And I was like, you know what? 2XL. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Do it, do it. I'm fatter than I've ever been in my whole life. Oh, I oh got I, I I have to be on a diet. Yeah. It was absurd. Yeah. Guess. 
Oh, I can't. I have no go idea. Ahead. Go ahead. It won't fucking 280. Not even close. 310. 325. 335. 340? 350? Three, three, no. Mm-hmm. No, you yep. didn't. Swear. Holy shit. Yeah. It well, was good terrible. on you for... Yeah. Figuring that out. <laughs> I'm almost at that point where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to stop eating all the fucking time. I just love fucking pizza. Yeah. Pizza, spaghetti, all the best food. <laughs> makes you fat. It's like, hey, you want to be skinny? Here's some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I'm finally coming through like the other side of my trauma. Like mm. music for me was such an escape. Being around people. Right. And But I was still really judged. Like I listened to pop punk and what they were calling emo that definitely wasn't emo but right. like you know those kids at vino's that were working there fucking hated me really? i was this young kid doing a street team they didn't know me so it's like i just appeared but that was that old guard and they were all jaded as fuck yeah and just mean to everyone hell they were yeah mean to the cuss. you used to go to vino's and expect to just you're never gonna see a server one fuck yeah. that that doesn't happen yeah and if you do, they're going to act like, why the fuck are you bothering me? Yeah. Oh, it was like Dick's Last Resort, but yeah, it wasn't it was, a joke. But it wasn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I chose to go there, like, every day. We all did. Yeah. Yeah. All the fucking time. Yeah. I still do. And they criticized every... Well, and it's a little different now. I actually went there for lunch a few days ago. I fucking love it. I've, I've been there. I could still eat there every day. Every I day. ate there every... In the Dave Jukes special, the old manager mm-hmm. there, and he'd roll out a thin crust pizza instead of hand toss, uh. and he'd take pepperoni and jalapeno, and he'd... Chook, chook, chook with a little pizza cutter and make yeah. little tiny pieces. Little tiny pieces. And spread them out and that shit. Cut it into skinny little pieces. Man, that when you needed to mix it up a little bit, damn, you could go with the Dave Duke special. It's the best thing about working at a pizza place. You can make some crazy yeah. shit. I used to work at Pizza Hut and we we never ate what was on the menu. Yeah, it's like what are we making today? And you just get creative because you got fifty fucking ingredients yeah. at your disposal. Yeah, we did. Turkey calzone became my go-to with all of A turkey calzone? Yeah. Their turkey's so good. Is it really? Hell yeah. Fuck. Sandwiches are good. Vino's is just good. I still, you know, I have a lot of resentment and a lot of like trauma from all of that, but. It was a wild time. I've waited 10 years now I can eat there again, so. Took 10 years, damn. Do you think COVID helped with all that shit? Um, Self-introspection. Yeah, I think honestly, TikTok, like looking at people like deconstructing Christianity, deconstructing, um, TikTok. like your, yeah, TikTok's taught me so much, like That's no joke. Fucking it's wild. not just dances. It's like, so I'm learning how to process different things that I've been through. Yeah. And like being a teenager working a job like that, like it's, it was a lot. It's going to fuck you up. Yeah. You're not going to be a good adult, probably. No. It's going to be a tough road. You're surrounded by bad examples. <laughs> you think you're the shit. Like, <laughs> You think the world revolves around your ass because it did. Oh, shit. And, um, yeah, it was like a power thing, you know? It is a wild thing. And I get credit for so much shit that I didn't do, like, all the time, like, blowing bands up and, like, people come up to me. But that was the struggle, too. I'd be at my grandmother's, like, 82nd birthday party at Senor Tequila's with my whole family and some grubby band, you know, dude from... yeah would be like, hey, hey, and he wants to talk about booking shows. And I got, I started getting pissed. Like, give me space, people. That's the problem with fame right there. There's no such thing as the more popular you get, even if it's small, mm. the more popular you get, the less space you're going to have, especially pre-free time. Yeah. A friend of mine did American Idol. And literally, this was like five, six years later. He didn't make it. 
He did good. We didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at a fucking barbecue restaurant in the woods, just chilling, eating food. Somebody walks right up to him. You want American Idol? Mm-hmm. It's like, God, I looked at him like, I just started snickering like, mm-hmm. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah. There's no way anyone here should fucking know you from that show. Like, yeah. that is fucking batshit crazy. And he was only on there for like three episodes. That's how far that shit follows you around. Sean? Huh? Was it Sean? Sean? Yeah. He had three whole, he was on three whole episodes? I think it was three. I he remember. made it to Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. He got, so maybe it was three by default. Because there's, they do the buddy rounds. Yeah. And I think he lost in the... He didn't... It wasn't his fault. It was the group's fault. Because that was the old yeah. way they did it when you had to lose in groups to like dwindle the numbers yeah. down. Yeah. But that shit's rigged, y'all. Yeah. Here to break it to you, insider information, they already know who the winner's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. We had several people and we always did watch parties and stuff at, at Juanita's. Sean oh, did yeah. one. He had some... And I think people made beards. <laughs> Some yeah. people made big, some long, big, fake long, beards. fake beards. <laughs> Showed up with their beards. They were probably his <coughs> friends, but we've had a lot of people kind of like make it a little bit around here. Are you kidding? I mean, Arkansas is home to some of the most fascinating fucking musicians. And it's so weird. Like, it's so... And actors. Shit. Random, you know? And like, most... Well, I think the thing is, most people don't know because when they get the fuck out of here, they're like... I'm yeah. from L.A. now. Yeah. You know, they yeah. don't speak about it. Yeah. Which a I lot of that. people, I think of, like, a lot of people are writing songs in Nashville for people right now. And oh, there's a ton of that shit going on. Yeah. That kind of became uh, the move. One of the dudes from Haste the Day, I was talking to him uh, at Vino's, like, two hours, and he's like, dude, I love it. I was, I wish I had this job forever. He's yeah. like, I just sit in a room and make fucking tracks, man. Mm-hmm. And they either buy them or they don't, but that's what I do. I make my living just writing songs. I'm like, yeah. God, that's probably a better goal. You don't get the fame, but you get a lot of that money because they mm-hmm. pay really well. Mm-hmm. Especially if it gets added and then it blows up, that's more money in your pocket. They got back end points on yeah. that shit. Yeah. And you got none of the problems. Yeah. You get to go to Hattie B's and eat some <laughs> delicious chicken and he can't. <laughs> and that's your fucking song. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and everybody did this big genre switch, too. It's like everybody that used to, like, you kind of pigeonhole some people into a genre, and then all of a sudden it's like, like schoolboy humor (laughs) is now the roads below, like a country band. That's I saw them at Stickies. Really? That's where all this came from in my head was watching them. Did you go to your first show? When did you go to your first show after COVID? Was that that one? No. I say after COVID. I went. After everything opened up. Yeah. Honestly, I can't really remember. It was something kind of random at Rev Room. Um, it may have been them. It, I think it was. When was a house show? Yeah. They were at Rev Room? Mm-hmm. And they played with one of the guys from Plue. Oh, cool. Uh, Hell yeah. He's in some, he plays with some country guy from like Sherwood or something right now. He's Country's just playing keyboard. You want to yeah. make money. That's what country. School of Humor did. Yep. They're hey. trying to. I told I was talking to my bandmates the other day at practice. I was like, I'll sell out right the fuck now. Fuck yeah. every one of you. Yeah. If somebody called me and was like, come be a drummer in this country rock touring band, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> I used to see that shit. Like little Pay girl me. singers, you know, <laughs> yeah. the dudes in their band. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Are you safe to be around this person? He's a metalhead that yeah. wanted a paycheck. Yep. Got That's a lot of those guys. I've talked to some very famous people and they love like heavy metal and shit, but... That ain't what pays the bills. Yeah. It's this shit. Yeah. 
So they're like, yeah, I mean, I just do this, man. Yeah. James called me to come work a show at the Metroplex. This has been several years. Melody Martina, I think is her name, or Martinez. Sounds like a She's, TikToker. It's kind of, she probably is. Star. I think she was like a YouTube, you know. YouTube, you, that's what I meant, yeah. YouTuber. And I think she was on one of the... Um, America's Got Talent oh, okay. or something like that. But she has like blue hair and she's kind of like like anime rock kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, that I don't know. That shit's popular as yeah. fuck now. I'm making a lot of assumptions based on the way she looked saw. on a poster. Sure. And um, like they have like baby bottles and shit. Anyway, it's for like kids, but she had a stalker. And so like this old creepy man, like we had his picture everywhere. But I'd never heard of this person. Okay. Never in my life have I heard of this artist. And I worked the show, and there's a line. It was like the Kat Von D line at the tattoo oh convention. God. It was Miss, around the building. Miss Priss. You talking yeah. about that woman's list of fucking demands. Good Dude, God. That was the first time I ever had Grey Goose. Was She left her Grey Goose behind, <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I took a little little sip, and I was like, oh, this is like water. This yeah. is, I can drink this. That's dangerous yeah. is what that is. Yeah. She, you know, that whole, that convention was weird. but So weird. It was that was, it was real weird, but they, so there was some drama with the tattoo shop that we partnered with originally was from an out, outer lying town. I don't remember what it was. It was a guy and his wife hmm. and they didn't, they wanted to have a whole tattoo convention, but not invite 7th street. Oh, I, I do remember that. Cause they had like, cause, cause 7th beefs. street was the shit. They were the top yeah. dog at the time. And I they were know. just being like bullies. It was right. stupid. And so Ashley called me and she said, I hear you guys are doing a tattoo convention. And I was like, at this point. I was like in the middle of this and me and her are really good friends. Like, right. I'm like, how, what the hell? That's where my people are. Right. And Aaron and James were like, I don't know. It's their money. We're just helping them produce it. And I was like, okay, but. We're just clients to their yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. And so Ashley called and she said, I'm going to send your number to somebody. Expect a phone call. I was like, okay. And she, I knew it was about this. <laughs> it was Kat Von D's manager. Oh. And he was like, hey, so we want to bring Kat Von D to your event. But you have to let 7th Street come to the convention. No shit. That's how that... That makes me feel a lot better about all of her yeah. shenanigans that yeah. day. Because she was married to Oliver Peck. Yes. Who was a and Deep who's, Ellum Who's good dude. friends with the 7th Street yep. guys. Yep. Yep. So that was like a whole drama <coughs> that I was awkwardly so they got the bullied. Of. They got bullied back. Like they were like, yeah. "Oh, you want to flex? Yep, super flex, motherfucker." Because that shit the was hottest on everything. Yeah. L.A. Inc. or yeah. Miami Inc. Was it Miami? Miami. Inc.? First. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yo, they got flexed on hard as fuck. Super. And I was like, you know, snickering. I was like, yeah. <laughs> now I don't have to like be Loved an it. asshole. And he was there too. Yeah, he was, and then they were. There was a lot of shit. That's the first time I saw somebody get their fucking fingernails yeah. done. Oh. It was horrifying. I got a um, dermal, a dermal At that show? At that thing, in my neck, right <coughs> where a necklace and everything else. It was I, awful. I don't think I've ever, that and that horror convention, I've never walked more in my fucking life. Yeah. Just back and forth shit. and back and forth. Oh, you need to, okay. Back and forth. Oh, yeah. Uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking God. I remember Bayside played there. Uh-huh. And they showed up in a fucking rider truck because their bus broke down. Oh, yeah. And it was the, dr- sadly, that guy, their drummer that uh-huh. died, I think, was actually there, too. Yeah. I remember swashbuckling with him because he played this, like, this kick drum was literally as long as this table. Oh, shit. And I remember, like, what's the point? And uh-huh. he was like, 
was, you know, it looks cool, looks man. Cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the answer to most things yeah. in rock and roll. I don't know. It looks cool. They said it would sound good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they. They. I got it for free, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little check every time it's in a magazine. That's you know? right. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Guitar World, for putting my drum set in your magazine. <laughs> Dude, Bayside and that whole, like, that that genre and that area mm-hmm. and era, I guess, of music what was, was that, like, indie rock? What would they be, indie rock? I don't know. We called it, I think, all kind of pop punk. Just, we kind of lumped it together Everything with that. went into emo for a second, and yeah. then all the sub-genres started dividing themselves. Like, yeah. no, no, we don't want to be emo. I can't. We're not this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad called all those people Justin Kroger. Like, <laughs> the constant S- fall. Sub- or the guys that would. <laughs> I was all the that time. kid because my hair was down to fucking here. Yeah. So I was always I trying to choke it behind uh-huh. my ears. Like, ugh. And it's getting fucking. It's the longest it's been in years. Yeah. But I got this wicked mullet going on. Yeah, it works. The Remember when Justin Kroger had his hair, you know, down oh, to yeah. here? My dad, and he got he got it cut. He's an actual he Muppet, Justin Kroger, when he had yeah. that haircut. <laughs> just hair all down in front of him. <laughs> oh, but my dad would be like, you're Twilight friends, because they all looked like Edward Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of rude. but He's still out in L.A. Matt's back. Is Edward? he? Yeah, I knew yeah. that, actually. Kicking ass, doing big fucking movie stuff. Dude, and Caleb Schultz. All of them. Fucking. They went out there and crushed it. Him and his Gucci it. shoes yeah. and his beautiful wife and family. How wild. Like, and I was like, man, I should call him and be like, okay, remember when I. <laughs> did all like, these favors for you everything. for like literally free? Yeah. <laughs> I did get to go on tour with, um, oh, I think it was Schoolboy Humor though. And uh, Forever the Sickest Kids. That's cool. That was a really fun little. I've never been on someone else's tour. I've always wanted to. That's kind of on yeah. my list of shit to do. Man, it was so fun, and I didn't have to do hardly anything. Right. I would settle the shows. That's it. And Count the merch, settle the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we made, now I will say we made shirts because they didn't have anything to sell, and I was like, Spray paint. The hell? Yeah. We yeah. used a, a stencil from yep. Walmart yep. and spray paint and made them shirts I learned that shit from Josh Scoggin from The Chariot. Uh-huh. There was like this small little video clip that went around for a small bit, and he like went in a dumpster at a Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Because they throw fucking everything. And he pulls out this framed Victorian photo. He goes, and we bought this stencil. Like they had it just said the chariot. Mm -hmm. Black paint. Sold it for 40 bucks. He goes, now we all need to eat tonight. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that is fucking genius. It's a one-on-one. The kid that owns that probably still fucking owns that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they made it for free. Yeah. It cost them nothing. Uh, Brilliant. Every oh. band out there should be making just, bo- if you're on tour, whatever it takes. Yeah. We started seeing that too with all the like sideshow type things we were doing. Cause we had a lot of stuff like that come through, especially Juanita's, right. but people would have all kinds of merch. Like if it's a one of a kind thing, those kids will buy it. I look for that shit now more than I ever did. Yeah. I want the poster now. Yeah. T-shirt. Eh, you know, it's cool. God. I like a good tea. Yeah. But they fill up my closet and I don't have closets in this house. Yeah. I just have dressers. So fucking... Man, I was thinking about this, like, but I love my shirts, but I, so this is my most recent band shirt. It's a good one. Tim Just Convy. the keyboard player. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's funny as Tim shit. Tim Convy from Ludo, who I did help build here. Right. Um, they, you know, played to 10 people and then, you know, sold out two nights in a row. Um, but so I, they do a Halloween show every year in St. Louis where they're from. It's really big. Okay. But Tim is a comedian now. And he writes for Nikki Glasser and some Are other you like, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So he came to the Looney Van 
And I was like, oh, my God, I have to go see him. But that's one of his jokes is he was, you know, just the keyboard, just keyboard player. player. But this is one of the first shirts I've had in a long time. Cause I have like a graphic tee? Yeah, because I have like 5,000. Oh, I'm, I can't. Your collection of T-shirts is probably worth a fortune on the internet. I wish. And I took pictures last year and posted them on Facebook when I was bored during COVID. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to keep this one. Okay, I'm going to keep this one. And I can't seem to part with them, but I can't just haul them around. But like, I can't think about not being able to physically put it on. Quilt them. I've thought about it, but then you have a quilt and no T-shirts. Fair, but... At some point, it is just a time capsule. And I never, I know, and I never wear You're them. You're never going to, even if you were like, I'm going, you know, like diet, I'm going to get, I'm going to yeah. wear all these shirts. You ain't, you're yeah. just going to go buy new shit because yeah. you got, you're a professional now. Right. You have this nice, big, you know, fancy job and you're not going to wear a fucking, he is legend team. You're fucking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've got some cool ones, but you know, the thing with a quilt too is like, it was 2004, so everything's fucking side print. Side print. <laughs> so you have Damn. like a seam. So you have to cut it all weird yeah. and get the seam out. Yeah. Damn. I remember side print. Or this. Sleeve. Yeah. The sleeve yeah. print. Yeah. God, or we the were bottom, so like, left yes. corner. We were stupid. I, man, but we had fun as fuck. Fun and as fuck. We, man, we had so much fun. Scene shirts were the best shirts, by the way. I, I honestly, if they came back, not upset. Yeah. Hey, I'm the all over print. With I'm like, here for it. My Whatever. favorite one was an attack attack one, and it was just like one big bird shitting on a bunch of other birds, <laughs> and the poo spelled attack attack. And I was like, I only want this shirt oh because God. it's bird doo doo. Yeah, like so obscene, dude. So <coughs> in those times where I was driving to like five venues a night, one of the <sighs> things we had to do was settle the merch. Yep. And so you get you a taught merch. me how to do that actually. Really? Yeah. Well, you get a cut of the merch, and I always thought it was bullshit. And so I wouldn't take, I would be like, they didn't sell anything. And Aaron and James would be like, we know they sold something. There were 400 people there. Right. And I'm like, "Mm, sorry, they didn't. But I got you a t-shirt. And they'd be like, all right. So I would trade because it's cheaper to give somebody a t-shirt than it is to to give them that cold hard cash. The shirts are bought already. That's right. So I would cut deals unless the band was like, unless it was somebody huge or whatever. Right. Um, But all the bands that I loved, I was like, hey, let's settle merch. I'll take a medium. You know, and hey. so, but there were nights that I literally went home with like stacks, stacks. literally stacks. I was going to say, I bet you got, I, I, I got a few free ones. I got some free ones, but not, not enough to like fill closets. I have three really big tubs. Just full of band tees. Yep. God, that's awesome. And cases of CDs, like, cause everybody wants you to have their album too. So, oh yeah. I mean, I have. Take some stickers and a shirt and a CD. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I wouldn't stick my stickers on nothing you kept I them i still have so many stickers oh, i'm still a sticker nerd you look at the back yeah. of this laptop yeah. it's just covered in them well, i don't want to look like i don't want it to go away now i do on like journals and planners and things like that like all, keep. Yeah, yeah i'm like okay i or scra- but i have a scrapbook i wanted to go to my storage unit mm-hmm. and get my scrapbook for this that would have been awesome but i couldn't find it but it's like armor for sleep and hey i haven't um, heard that name in forever dashboard like we were hanging out with like dashboard in the front window of vino's like you know in high school like oh, yeah. hey chris and then um another one that made me laugh was so on that dashboard show was breaking pangea and it's 
Will Noon okay. and Fred, whatever his name is, from Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. Maricino? Yeah. Maricino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird-ass name. Yeah. I call him Fred Maricino Cherries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those two guys were in a supporting band, and that was the first band t-shirt I ever got, was Breaking Pangea. And it was he's, he's just Fred rhino. now. Yeah, he's he was the color Fred. He did some stuff. He teaches guitar lessons. Do you remember the Thrice show at the tattooed and there, yeah. it was the park and no one was there yeah, yeah. and we basically and even the guy from thrice was like hey they paid us so we're gonna play so this is like the rarest thing ever like this is a private concert yeah. basically for the staff and then fred had got word that they were playing and pulls oh, up in yeah, his yeah, bus yeah. and then yeah. we're just standing there with bud lights watching fucking god i forgot thrice with fred and yeah. we're all just like what what the fuck even is this like and i mean somebody we know who lost their ass but yeah. Lost all that money. Yeah. You got a private fucking Thrice concert. Yeah. Damn. That's wild. That was a wild night. I still have a picture from with Fred and then the Thrice guy. What's his name? Dustin? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's cool. <laughs> Those Metroplex shows were... So the Vino shit was cool because it was always like... I mean, super drag and like, I mean, I saw some cool fucking bands. Awesome bands. Fast paced. Yeah. The nights were wild. Yeah. It, you, I mean... You'd go home and just be like, whoa. Yeah. Did that actually happen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. In my clothes. Like, I just remember, like, what I wore. And <laughs> so stupid. We thought we were funny. I had, like, this little squishy octopus keychain. <laughs> and you can see it in my pictures because I got a carabiner <laughs> with my keys and this fucking octopus keychain. still key rock chain. the carabiner. <laughs> Man. Oh. And then when I was really cool, when we do, like, the Metroplex and stuff, I'd get a radio to add to that outfit. Uh-huh. So I'd have, like, my shoulder radio and my oh, keys yeah. and my black I forget t-shirt. forget about those. Yep. And, like, and actually, my makeup always looked really good. Like, Look somehow, like you know run on off a little bit but yep. like enough yeah i thought i was just the bee's knees but we had man we just had so much fun but so much the so those metroplex shows like so they always happened on my birthday always really? coheed and cambria happened um, that was the first time i ever saw cocaine was coheed and cambria the drug or the um band? the drug <laughs> oh, really i saw that shit in health yeah. class and like 10th grade damn well this is the first time in real life and i I'm, watched the dude snort a whole altoids tin of coke like with a big pen oh my just fucking rail it out it Damn. was like three and then three on the lid and just fucking went to town in the middle of health class oh you meant you saw someone do it in health class <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like took his big pen apart fucking just oh opened this tent. the coach who oh was the God. teacher which is always a bad idea goes to like wherever the fuck he's going handle some coach shit and then just fucking <laughs> Does a bunch of, and oddly enough, oh my God. here's full circle. Last time I saw that guy, he was being arrested outside of the Metroplex. Oh, snap. At the Deftones concert. Oh, my God. <coughs> That's wild. Very wild. We saw some shit, and I would, at one of the venues I worked at, I was upstairs painting, because it was going to be my new office, and I'm moving this old metal desk around, and... You know, here's saying clink, clink on the floor. And I was like, oh, it's a weird spoon. It's all burnt up and flattened. and has a weird oh. handle. And I took it downstairs. I was like, what do you think this was for? And they're all like, Haley. It's like, oh, oh sorry. poor naive Haley. Yeah. They called me Nancy Reagan. Because I was a just say no cheerleader. Just say no. <laughs> Literally. <That's> Literally. <laughs> Oh, they hated me. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. 
Yeah. It's fine. But this dude, we're, you know, we would do the pipe and drape back there yep. and create hallways yep. and rooms for people. And, um, back rooms, green rooms, meetup rooms, whatever yeah, they need. Yeah. Catering, whatever. Yeah. And so I walk back there behind this pipe and drape and, um, I see like three different, uh, crown Royal bags out mm-hmm. and they're just being so casual. I'm like, Hey, do you need anything or whatever I was going back there to do? And it's the tour manager. And he's like, no, we're good. And I was like, oh, oh shit. he's doing drugs. It's real. <laughs> They're doing drugs back here. And it's I was like, like Aaron, is this okay? Can they? And he was like, there's probably a lot of drugs going on all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. It's like when Snoop came through and bought a suitcase of weed. <laughs> <laughs> he smoked a joint on stage. Yeah, of course he did. Snoop Dogg, if he did. But it just felt like, right, like <laughs> it's so obvious. But I was like, oh, he won't do that here. That's like for... TV. For TV yeah. and show and Instagram. No, no, yeah. no. Think no of like if Willie life. Nelson showed up and didn't get high. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, man. That's, that's kind of weird. A uh, scene of Willie Nelson and old dudes. What's the old uh, super redneck <laughs> gun guy? We did him at the Metroplex. Oh, what's his name? Ted Nugent. Oh, the Nuge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gun guy. Me, 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 me. Yeah, dude. Oh. I mean, riff fucking machine, whatever with the other shit. Yeah. His last few years, all he seems to be is in the news. Yeah. But riffs for days. Yeah. Fucking stellar guitar player, but whatever with the other shit. Yeah. The fucking, who was, I'm trying, I was, I've been trying to think of all like the crazy shit we had to get into. Did you, you worked some of the river gigs too, right? Oh my God, the my favorite story. From the river? Oh my God. Dude, Cinderella and Poison. You did that one? Yeah. I did every, I did, so I worked for Butch and yeah, uh, yeah, Dennis I'm, all the yeah, time. Yeah, so I I worked most of those. Um, I only worked a handful. Yeah. Okay, well that was the hottest, longest, that's the most I've ever run in my life. Because to get from one side of the stage to the other is oh, yeah. a haul. Um, so, and if you're going around back, it's curved back there. So you have yeah. to walk all the way around and then you all those storage unit offices. Yep. And, yeah. And then all the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. So poison. They, well, Brett Michaels eats fried chicken from KFC. Look at him. Every, yes, of course he does. Every day. Every day. We had had fried chicken for catering that day for lunch. And I still had to go pick up a thousand KFC. pounds of KFC. And I was like, didn't they eat fried chicken at lunch? And the tour manager was a woman. She was like, he likes KFC. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, so now think about this, okay? So it's right before they're about to go on stage. And I'm been I've been running all, all day. day. Yeah. I mean, I've I don't know why people don't just buy things in bulk. Like right. if you're going on tour and you have a trailer, get a bunch of fucking guitar strings. Like make yourself a little it's toolbox. Free. It's free yeah, to them. Like just yeah, pile think, it up. Yeah. Why am I going? I went to Guitar Center like seven times of in course. one day. Yeah. And it's thirty minutes away from downtown. Um, but I had good friendships with all those dudes. So, all right. Their tummies probably hurt from all that KFC. From all the KFC. <laughs> so it's like 10 minutes before they're going on stage. They need some Pepto. They needed Pepto. Shit. Bad. Bad. They're all 50, so, 60. Yeah. <laughs> they just ate a bucket of fried chicken each. Twice. Oh my God. <laughs> so I go to Walgreens on like 12th Street because it's the closest thing. And I'm a little girl, you know, and I'm walking around, you know, be booping around and yeah. what... At that time, it was pretty dangerous uh, part of town. So maybe it wasn't even 12. Maybe it was further than that. But anyway, I come back, and I've got Pepto and all the, you know, all the stuff. One's, like, liquid. One's pills. Mm-hmm. One's chewies and Tums. 
and they basically hand me a silver platter and I have to run up on the stage and I'm ducking behind, you know, a sub and I've like got a p- silver platter with so Brett Michaels Pepto. <laughs> and he, so he like ducks over there, he runs out and does his thing <coughs> and then, you know, he's going to do his, his come on thing. You know how they walk uh, to the back and yes. kind of give it a second to of warm course. up. So he's doing that and he comes back there and goes, oh, thank you, baby. I was about to shit my pants. <laughs> I've told that story so many times. That was so good. Apparently, he just played a show, and all the fans are like, can you not? They're supposed to go on tour. Oh. And it was so bad. They're like, can you get the other guy who covered for you last time? Oh, shit. Can you imagine? He looks fucking terrible. The KFC caught up. Yeah. The man looks like he's jello. Like, he's got a jello body. Like, his body is just like his face is all... What, you know, what's those dogs with the lips? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I always, that poor bastard. That MTV or VH1 show he had, the Rock of Love thing. Um, and wasn't he like in his late 40s for that shit, too? Yeah. God. And he looked older than that. I mean, he I looked bad. He, looked, he's, he looks terrible. Most, I mean, the lifestyle, man. But he's got all the fucking money in the world. His band yeah. still sells more records than most bands. Like, Yeah. Just eat. Chicken that's yeah. not fried. Yeah, like you'll, once a week. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel so much better. Maybe add some green beans or something in yeah. there. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I can't speak much, but I didn't get... That dude looks like an old, worn-out bloodhound. Yeah. Just yeah. good. Probably the booze, too, though. I bet booze is a huge player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet that dude booze is like crazy. He's... Yeah, he's probably been through like several incarnations of being sober and not and everything else. That's Especially kind of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Those are their story. Well, sweet, sweet Connie, you know, died she just recently. R.I.P. R.I.P. But she sweet was at Connie. that show for show. I bet she yeah. was. <laughs> she was um, another Arkansas legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing what is it? Doing her dance, doing her thing. Um, she was she was always cool though. Um, yeah. man, there's. There's a lot of legends just amongst ourselves. You know, we've all been around for a long time. and I think some of the bands from here, you look at them and you're like, that guy's a fucking legend. He, mm-hmm. You might not know who he is, but he's a fucking legend. Yeah. He does shit you'd never even understand. Yeah. It's like all the guys from the Big Cats and um, Ashtray Babyhead and God, Ho-Hum. Baby. Ho-Hum. Yeah. Damn, I have one of their CDs. <laughs> yeah, back there in my like collection of old band shit. That was another place that taught me how to like. I didn't have like friends. CD Warehouse and Anthropop. There you go. So, um, Brooks Tipton worked at CD Warehouse <laughs> when I was in high school. That's awesome. And he's he like I haven't heard that name yeah. either forever. Yeah. So he had a screen printing place down on Main Street. Yeah. Right next to where Ferguson Skate Park, you know, and mm-hmm. Old Juanitas used to be, and um. Him and his wife, Shannon, had that place for a while. They just sold it to ARTs or something like that. But they'd been there for a hot minute. But he was playing with Manchester Orchestra, touring around. But when I was in high school, I lived off Henson, and I would walk. And CD Warehouse was at Henson and Ronnie Parham. Oh, I remember that spot. Yeah. So they would polish your CDs. Yep. So Them I and Hastings would, did it. Yeah, yep. I would I would walk down the street, and it was like four miles from my house, but I had nothing else to do. And, and we're young, and back yeah. then getting kidnapped wasn't a yeah. common fucking thing. Yeah, and so Brooks would polish my CDs, and then he'd be like, here, why don't you borrow this one? And I mean, it was like a movie. Like, That's it was cool as fuck. awesome. Yeah, he taught me a lot about music. A I lot. got that from a few people. 
the people who like when you're young and they're like, oh no, check this out. You know, I have those people mm-hmm. in my repertoire too. Those are the people I always am like f- the most fond of too. Because I'm like, I would have never, I would have never known about any of this shit. Yeah. But maybe it ruined my life, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I've had a great life. Yeah. But man, like you said, $20 on a Friday after working all motherfucking day in the heat, you're just like, <sighs> I guess well, I'm going to go get drunk. And That's best, where the drugs come into yeah, play. Yeah. <laughs> and the best practice too, like, you know, I remember being like, well, should we tell them what we're going to pay them before they come to work? And everybody's like, no, we don't do that. And I remember I hired my friend, is there a band called? Oh, what are they called? I will say Opex. when we win, that's, it. Yeah, I think that's okay. it. I will say, Opeth. Opeth. That yeah. bitch. I have their pedal board. They left it. Fuck. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> well, we. I hired my friend that loved that band. Yeah. Um, he was a guy I had a crush on in one of my college classes. And um, he, he, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you can come work the show and, like, meet the band. And that was my little flex back then. And so him and his friends came, and they were loading. And honestly, they probably would have done it for free anyway. Yep. But I told him, I was like, yeah, it's a big show. We'll probably pay you, like, 40 bucks or something. Mm. And we did. But I remember it being like a thing like Aaron and James were like, you told them that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of had to. the new kids. That's yeah. the ticket. Yeah. When you're new, you work for free. Right, right, yeah. Been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to see the show? Why don't you load some of this shit in the door? Well, okay. And the shitty part was when it was a massive show and a million and 12 people, but you still lost your ass. And so. Isn't it fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people, and which means you've worked harder. You've yeah. done more, had to push cases Especially through more like people. Village stuff. It was, we were security. We were yep. that. We were doing merch stuff. We were like, everything, we were everything all at the same yeah. time. That shit at the village was, was fucking, next it level. It was a fever dream. Dude, <laughs> it was. It was like, it, I don't know what acid is like, but I bet it was a lot yeah. like that. <laughs> Dude, Queens of the Stone Age. And I'm the used. I remember Bert was so, he came off that stage and collapsed outside. Yeah. And he said, no one told me there wasn't fucking air conditioning at this venue. No. Nope. I would have walked off. I would have, I don't know why people played through that misery. It was hot. It, yeah. Well, Yes. Because you're in there all fucking day. It did have AC, but it just couldn't keep up. It was made to be a movie theater, not a fucking venue. So the doors are open. Those big giant doors at the front and the back are open all fucking day. Because you're in there loading. 10,000 people. And then 10,000 people come in the room. You're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. All the energy and all the electricity and all the equipment and everything else. Yeah, mm. that shit was a nightmare. But it was so fun. Like so those were the fun. days. I have so many good memories from that shit. Yeah. I remember two two Chiotos, they came through and their guitar player, and I remember sitting back in the back, like talking shit with him. He's just noodling around like bands are playing and we're just back there like, Yeah, man, mm. like oh, did you see this band? Oh fuck yeah, man, I love that. Like we we bonded with Beloved because Nobody ever saw them. They broke up before they even got mm-hmm. super fucking famous. But mm-hmm. everyone who knows, they're like, this band started it all. They yeah. were so far ahead of their fucking yeah. time. And we're sitting back there bullshitting, blah, blah, blah. And I, so that show was great for that moment. But then also, one funny thing I remember is they left all their catering, and it was from Moe's. Uh-huh. But all the tortillas were gone. So I remember loading, walking down, seeing it, like the washer dryer right there, <laughs> grabbing a fistful of chicken and just walking back in and just eating clumps of chicken while I'm trying to talk and work. 
<laughs> Fucking just disgusting. Just, oh. You don't want a chicken clump? <laughs> Fistful of chicken. <laughs> oh. You can go back and get a little cheese, put that in. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fucked up. Oh, yeah. Just make and do. Yeah. God. I ate so much pizza that probably... Uh, <coughs> Many a nights I emptied that beer cooler. Dude. Like, we're I taking all this home. That's when we really, that's when I started drinking heavy. Man, oh. I remember those shows at the new Juanitas. Boozing I pour like myself crazy. a little drink and uh-huh. keep it in the ice well and just get a little sip, just, you know? Yeah. And it was a big, it was a big cup. It was a 16 ounce cup because I had to let it make it look like soda. Right. But everybody, I mean, that's no secret. James and Aaron would be like, yeah, we all fucking drink behind the bar, which Everyone is drink totally it. illegal. Like you, is it? Oh, oh yeah. I see. I didn't even know you that. You can't be drunk and serve other people. Why not? Because then your inhibition is fucked up. Oh, because you have to... Oh, yeah, because now you have to watch out for them. That's yeah. not your fucking problem either. Yeah, yeah. God. She was wild. I don't like that law. They they yeah. run off and get in a car crash. It's on you. Well, ABC was after us at the village anyway. Remember that I, shit? Oh, that's why because we're gone. Butch Stone yeah. made sure that we had... Uh, and that was over John Love. Yeah. That had nothing to do with Blake. No, I knew it did They didn't. just hated oh, John. trust me, I know. I know. And it was just set up. We had to pay, so we had to pay a cop. It was fucked. If we were going to serve alcohol. That's right. And it was like 150 bucks, 200 bucks or something. Yep. So bare minimum to open up the bar. Um, every time. Yeah, every time. And then they started sending in plants, and I just went downhill real yeah. fast. That shit was nuts. I think I'm the only person that sat outside and cried like a big stupid baby when that place closed. Aw. I was so emotional. <laughs> I had moved <laughs> And to it was fucking Tulsa. ICP was the last show. I... Dude, I had the Fago was six inches deep. Yeah. In the floor. In the yeah. This is why that's impressive though. That floor had a giant hole in it. Yeah. That was ten feet deep. Yeah. <laughs> and full of water. Yeah, it had and a grate. It had a yeah. grate. And there was still it's still. Can you imagine? And you they were, were like walking yeah. across a flooded street and it was all soda. Also, fun fact, those guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. They were so fucking nice. Yeah. Their whole crew is nice as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they buy every single drop of that Fago soda. They will not sponsor them. Fago really? won't sponsor us. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And it they came on it a pallet, remember? Yep. They bought it by the pallets. Yes, they buy it by the pallets. And one semi was Fago, uh-huh. and one semi was their gear. They yeah. rolled two semis and one just for soda. <laughs> All that money. <laughs> that driver's making twelve hundred a day. Yeah. The fucking truck probably costs another five grand to rent. I was like, y'all are fucking crazy. Why? Yeah. But they are crazy. I and mean, that's a thing. It. And like, it, it was so much fun though. Oh, it was one of the funnest shows. And I, I mean, honestly, there were so many fun shows where they were just like, you know, five hundred of your favorite bands on one bill. You know, that's right. we got to do that a lot. Um, but the shows that I had the most fun at were definitely not the bands that I wanted to watch, you know, Guar right. and um, Mushroom Head, and I'm not into metal. Like, that's not my thing. Right, it's never right. been my thing. That's why I've always kind of been a weird, you know, outsider in this industry even. Um, well, more it's of not a, my jam. More of a business professional rather than a... Yeah. Because when it's your business, yeah, it's it doesn't have to... Honestly, the best promoters will tell you, don't book the shit you listen I to. I was fucking... I was waiting for that to come up because Fletcher always did say that. Yeah. And... But I was like, that's not fucking true. My record collection made us a ton of fucking money. At the time. It really did. I don't know about yeah. now. Yeah. Now's no. hard. Here, yeah. anyway. I don't know yeah. about, you know, you go to a place like Dallas even, which is just mm-hmm. four hours away now. And you're like, well, there's six million people here. Eight yeah. million people here. Well. They, they're going to fill up. 
Well, we did. So we went to Dallas two weeks ago yeah. for Kesha and Ben Queller. Okay. I love fucking Kesha. She opened up for Mickey Avalon at the Village. She, uh, before back, she was famous. Yeah. Again. It was right when TikTok happened. That's right. And she had her own buckets of glitter and Kesha condoms set on the front of the stage. <laughs> That's awesome. And she would do a flip and then throw the bucket of glitter on you. <laughs> and, um,. Yeah, we took pictures with her, and we like she traded T-shirts with one of my friends, and she That's was really awesome. awesome. Um, so it's really cool to see her doing so awesome. I just like her. I think she's I did fun. Too. Didn't um, she go through a bunch of bullshit? Yeah, Doctor Luke. Yeah. 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 Fuck all that. Yeah, she can't play one of her. She there's a whole album like that one of her best play? albums. She can't play it. What if she re-records it? She could. But because she that's was, what Emory had to do. You know, Universal bought Solid State's back catalog uh-huh. and fucked all the bands out of their stuff. Oh, shit. So they don't have the rights to their masters or anything like that. So, like, Emory is still a band, which is crazy. That is crazy. But they just were like, okay, fuck you. We're just going to re-record it. Yeah. And we're going to record it the new way that we've been, because, you know, live. Yeah. And it changes after a decade of playing those yeah. songs. Yeah. So now there's a new version of these albums out huh. that they sell on their own. Interesting. Dude, and it's fucked, too. Like, they put out a vinyl of I'm Only a Man. Uh-huh. And the same fucking day, so did Universal. What? Same day. Dude, this business. Just to fuck them over. Is so shady. The shadiest shit. It really is. And like, I think about, like, I was 16 on the phone with William Morris. Like, right. you know, like, right. who let that fucking right. happen? <laughs> Signing contracts. Like, hey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Sugar Cult available next weekend? <laughs> I did that shit, though. I did. And <clears throat> I mean, I was like 17. And this isn't about like me and tooting my own horn because it, I didn't do anything special. And that's what I, so you can't book your record collection, all this stuff. And Fletcher did teach me a lot, um, a lot. And he taught me a lot too, but through, uh, anger. Yeah. I told him that when he was on the podcast, yeah. I was like, I used well, to I wouldn't listen to it. you, man. Yeah. Yeah. We've, you know, it was interesting. And, um, you know, he's a big part of, he let me do this. You right. know, he really did. He let me do whatever I want. And he would always tell me we'd sit on the roof and he'd be like, um, you know, we'll let you have the keys to the kingdom one day. Like all this. Don't <laughs> go to the roof now. The <laughs> yeah. Well, back then it was a kingdom yeah. though. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, every show fucking was sold out. Yeah, it, it was. was. Oh, I miss that shit. Yeah. And it was for no reason. No. And we'd, I mean, we would pack, there were literally, and I can't remember now, I think it was, um, built to spill mm. was the biggest wow. show there. Um, until like 2005 when we well, were, then it was story of the year. More. Yeah. That um, one was, man, Unfucking story of the I... year open for sugar called at Venus. Wow, by the way, yeah, but and no, they... it was it was around the building and the fire department was across the street. And so we'd be like, you know, well, we had to think about it all the time. We'd be like, okay, we'll have three lines and you're gonna Make we're gonna zigzag smaller. you through uh-huh. the back, you know, yeah. and between I've the seen those art shows. store, and I've the... been in those lines, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, we or you'll open up two doors, you'll do mm-hmm. the side door and the other yeah. door so it looks less. So Sam and I, so on those shows where you literally couldn't move and I didn't feel the crushing weight of it all because I wasn't in the middle of it. I was on the outside (laughs) and I had to get through. So I just did. And so we would open that side door and there was a water spigot. Yep. And we would fucking fill up buckets. With water? Dip cups to fill them up. And pass them out people. in the front row. <laughs> what else could you do? That's so gross. It's okay. Our dirty hand. Oh, so gross. <laughs> Listen, was... they're already gross. Yeah. And chances are, if you're going to Vino's, you've got a hint of grossness yeah. just as your persona. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't see a lot of people. Uh, I guess during the day, you see a lot of people in suits, but at yeah. night, it that place is a f- enigma. 
Because mm-hmm. during the day, all suits. Lunch as usual. They're all eating with forks and mm-hmm. shit. At night, the crustiest crusties <laughs> of all fucking time. Got three cigarettes yeah. in their hand. Just fucking, what do you want? My parents and my dad would drop me off at like Ultimate Fake Book. And I remember asking him for money for a band t-shirt. It was one of the, one of the first shirts I bought too. Still have it. Um, and we were hanging out. I was eating a slice of pizza, you know, back there. And then they had a light box and uh-huh. they would switch the switch, you know, yep. Some, well, they would hand it to the, somebody in the front row and be like, okay, make the lights go. And then they'd, you know, While stand on the playing? rock box. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fun as shit. That's a good idea. It was, no, it was really cool. I might steal that shit. Yeah. And that's a 20-year-old idea. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's easy now, you Every know. Every time. You could do some shit with a computer. Bluetooth and, now. I'd be like, hey, yeah. download this app real quick. Yeah. Y'all control the lights. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. But we, we were just getting like, you know, squished and spraying water on people. And now you got phones and cameras to watch out for. But back then, you know, we would just pour, hey, we would just pour water on people. You know, phones are waterproof now. Shit. My phone's never going to be waterproof. You break them. Are you a dropper? Um, man, I've had... Yeah. Remember I used you to bring you my broken... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, Corey oh. was my go-to Apple person for everyone. everything. Yeah. Everyone. I still am. Hey, uh, it says this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, hit these two buttons. What'd it do? You know, I can yeah. do it like it's the back of my... Fuck. I mean, I've had them. I, I, I had them before it was cool. Yeah. I've always been an app. Even when I was young, we had one way, way, way back. Yeah. So it's just been in my life forever so it's like the operating system is literally just like this like, yeah oh yeah you would you changed out my uh keyboard for me once mm-hmm. and battery did lots something with the batteries. battery yeah lots of batteries man we had fun we used to make videos like upstairs while everybody else was downstairs enjoying the show we'd be upstairs <laughs> making like goofy you know pictures yep. and photo booth and yep. making videos <laughs> oh shit if i could find those old pictures oh god i still have one of my old ass computers old, old old hard drive yeah. dives uh man i've got a couple <clears throat> like just there i keep them in plastic and i'm like one of these days i'll plug those in and just yeah. go through all the crazy amount of shit i saved a lot of shit to a flash drive and so, put it in an envelope and labeled it haley's mm-hmm. old ass pictures i've been i've been printing stuff a lot mm-hmm. lately because i realize that digital is just kind of it's just kind of bullshit. You're gonna get lost. I mean, get, I mean, it's too many. It's gone. So I go through and yeah, well, let it fail. It's yeah. done. Yeah. So I've been going through like very small amounts, mm-hmm. like twenty at a time. Like, like my office is back there, and I'll I have my whole table is just filled with little four by four squares of photos. Yeah. Because I'm not pick, I'm not getting like big prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something to hold on to. Yeah. That I'll put in a book and yeah. then store away like a flash drive. Right. No, it's a good idea. We yeah. had, I have a old, my mom had Fiesta Wear dishes. And so mm-hmm. when we were, we literally would take our cameras and, you know, get the film printed. Oh, yeah. You know, from these shows. Oh, yeah. I have, I have some funny pictures well, from some My shows. first Warped Tour 04, I have the pictures from my point and shoot. Because they would sell yeah. point and shoots yeah. at the fucking door. Yeah. I have never been to Warped Tour. That's cr- that's fucking crazy. How have you never been to Warped Tour? It's fucking always working. That's the most fun. That was... I went 0406 and I really wanted to go to the very last one, but I was kind of like, man, is that bullshit? Mm-hmm. I think it is kind of bullshit. Yeah. I think there was some sort of thing they like had to do. I bet they come back. Fletcher did give me a t-shirt. I didn't want to say his name this much, but um, he brought me a t-shirt from Warped Tour? the first. War- it was like the pre-Warp Tour. It's oh, like whatever, shit. whatever Warp Tour When it was like out in from. California only. Yep. He wow. gave me this like super rare shirt. Um, 
it's pretty cool. I have it in a box with all my other shirts. Um, <laughs> have you gone to eBay with some of the shit you have no, and I just see should. the fucking? I have like a kazoo from a band that made kazoos. I have keychains. I have a Bayside necklace like they sold with like their oh, bird yeah. on it. Yeah. I have some random. I remember Thursday merch. sold like belts and socks and shit. They oh, always yeah, had the yeah, merch yeah. game. Their merch game was so strong. The belts. <laughs> yeah. The fucking belts. I have one from the Knockout Kings. And Those they had the, cool. the, the dots would go further so you could remember you wore your belt yeah. on your side. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> front, front buckling was for losers. Yeah. We buckle on the side. We buckle on the and side. And so the print was offset so it would be yeah. adjacent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thursday was a huge show at Vino's. Massive. Really big. Yeah. Um, that may have been the show I was thinking of, not Built a Spill. I don't know if Built a Spill. My buddies opened that show, and like the next week, Thursday went through the fucking roof with yeah. that album. Yeah, it was. It was the next week. We were all like, I just remember leaving yeah. that show going, copies of uh-huh. copies. Like just uh-huh. saying that over and over because we were like, like, what does that mean? That dude was a lyricologist. He said shit mm. in order, but you were like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. Division Man. Street, that song kicks it fucking. Dude. Every time I pass Division Street going to Dallas, I'm like, I'm going to steal that fucking sign yeah. one day. <laughs> but it's too fucking big. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, shit was cool. We did, we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of cool things that other people didn't get to do. That's the thing. That's what it is, really. Yeah. I think that's what keeps you going back. You're like, yeah. yeah. But man, when I'm 50, mm-hmm. like I'm almost 40, and I've got so many stories. Yeah. So many. I've, I've barely scratched the surface even on here. I've. There's yeah. shit I've forgotten I've done that people will be like, hey, remember when? And you're like, oh, fuck. Dude, I completely forgot about that shit. And it'll be like some crazy awesome story. And just, I've, I've had so many. I'm losing them. Like, I was racking my brain. Well, um, how long have you not been in music? Ten years. Yeah. I mean, when I moved to Tulsa. I remember. And that was like 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of wanted to get away. Aaron was going through some personal stuff, stuff yep. and I was realizing I worked all the time. All the time. Like, literally, didn't, I hung out there, you I know, know, I didn't feel like I had any real friends. I was like, these people are only here oh, because we're uh, yeah, here. Right. You know, we had some people like y'all, like I was thinking about like y'all's wedding and stuff, and I was like, who else did I even, did I go to anybody's house? Did I do uh, anything? Right. You know? Not a lot. And I lived with... We all guys hung out with each band. other, though. Exactly, yeah. And so it was like our house was kind of a chill place, but I was never involved in that. I would show up and there'd be people there. Right. Um, I made friends with touring bands that played here all the time, and we'd yeah. hang out when they were here, and I felt like they were really – we had some solid connections. You know, right. I didn't make all that up. But, man, I was just like, I got to go. So I moved to Tulsa, thought I'd start over, and then I was like, I'm not Litterock Haley here. No one knows who the fuck I am. Fresh. And – I thought that was going to be a cool thing, but uh-huh. I was so poor. Really? They paid me, like, my apartment cost 450 a month, which now is like, what? I wish. <laughs> like, and it was on Cherry Street. Like, it was a cool part of town in Tulsa. Worked uh, for a really cool um, group that did shows all across. Oh, so you went to music, but in Tulsa. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was kind of the last. It was really, it was really 2012 when I finally stepped away for sure. Because, so I did the Tulsa thing. Yep. Came back, ended up in uh, Fayetteville. I remember Did the that. Rogue thing. Yep. Um, but I lived above the venue. Right. And so I was going to school. So I'd walked. It was on Dixon Street. Yep. So I'm walking up the hill to class, and I was also miserably poor. Didn't have heat. Didn't have air. Um, it was an apartment up there that was basically supposed to be like a green room. Oh. Um, but the guy that owned the venue was just a 
loser. And, you know, I was like, okay, this will be part of my payment. So I'd book oh, shows yeah. and I'd go downstairs and I'd make myself a pizza and, you know, like I had yeah. access to sodas and water and everything Even when there. it was closed? Yeah. That's wicked. I made some good pizza. God, I would have been 4,000 pounds just no. sitting there like, what do you guys want? That's all I ate. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired of it. And I was, and I got really sick and it was snowing in my apartment. Like the ceiling collapsed. What the and fuck? My dresser got filled up with snow and water. There's water everywhere in that apartment. And I was like, okay. I'm defeated. Yeah. I'm done. That's the bottom. And I, there was articles like that was, that could have been a great opportunity for me because the, the newspapers were writing about me coming up there. Yeah. They were like, you know, maybe we'll have some competition for Georgia's and Brian crown and I were, you know, cool. Sure. You know, I'd worked, I'd, we, Aaron and I did lots of shows at Georgia's. At Georgia's. Yeah. I remember. And, um, yeah, I worked a few of those shows. Yeah. It was like Flyleaf like 10 times <laughs> and then whoever else. <laughs> Um, but it was cool and it was, you know, so I had good relationships and my best friend lived there and my current girlfriend and I met mm-hmm. during this time. Really? Yeah. She was in Dreamfest. Wow. Yeah. She plays bass for Dreamfest. Okay. Or did 10 years did, ago. Did, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so up there, that could have been like this whole cool thing and I just was tired yeah. and the emotional side was starting to catch up with me mm. and I was like, this is not my That's dream it's anymore. The worst. Yeah. Dead behind the eyes, don't care, just fucking jaded as shit. I'll never forget sitting at a kickball game. (coughs) And because, you know, that's when the kickball leagues all kind of got started. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody was playing fucking kickball. We were at kickball. Serious, non serious, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) Kegs kegs at every fucking stop. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we had had fun, but we were out there and it was like, um, you know, music people were on this kickball team, obviously. Mm -hmm. And there was this band called Rolo Tsunami. And they were they did this cover of a uh, what's the pixie song? Oh jeez, the one everybody does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like I and remember I never did drugs. Okay, <laughs> all right. I know. I walked in <laughs> when they were playing an open mic night at my venue that I had just moved up there for. It was like my first night in town, and this band is playing this song, and it was so I was like, am I getting pumped? Like, I really thought somebody was playing a joke on me. Really? They were so bad. It was the worst thing I had heard. I thought I was high. I really, I was like, this you, is not real. This, this is not reality. Real. It's that bad? It was that bad. It was oh the worst God. thing I've ever heard. It was awful. Are you serious? It was awful. And it was this little girl singer. And God love her. Like, she's nice. Live your dreams, girlfriend. Like, sure, I say, do sure. play hey, music. And, and you have to suck to get No better. hate. Yeah. Sure. Like, for real, yeah. it sounds like a hater thing. No, it's not. But it was just well, the reality. It's a more experienced thing. Yeah. You see it. You have to suck. Yeah. You, you do. Yeah. You just have to. And, and good on her. And they had yeah. some people that would come see him there on a Wednesday. Go. Perfect. She called me though. And she was, she called me constantly trying to get a fucking show. Mm. And I was like, oh, I put you on once a month. What else do you want? Like, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Nobody needs to play a show more we than. We play like twice a year now. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a good formula for anybody. Except for. Like, did Ace you just need practice space? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like 20 vans we could say that about here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, my girlfriend lives here, man. Can, yeah. I, we, can we play like every other Friday? <laughs> but it would sell out every, every other time. fucking Friday. Jesus. Oh, God. Christ. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, Frail Vision too. They did that. But yeah. um, they were local though. But yeah, anyway, so she called me and I was at, a, at that fucking game and I was trying to hang out and I was just hot and tired and... She fucking said, I've been calling you and you have not answered in three. And I was oh, like, snapped. oh, I just lost it. Oh, no. I lost it. I was like, listen, your band sucks. I've yeah. been very kind to you. 
I told you I was sick three days ago. And I was. I was at that game, like, sweating it out. Like, sure. I had had a really bad sinus infection. Yeah. And um, I was just fucking miserable. And I was so mad. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're I've done. I've been on the other side of that conversation yeah. before. It was so <laughs> <You> bad. <suck. laughs> And I don't, I never told people that. Like, I was always encouraging. I know some people it defeats, but it's, I think it's designed to. Yeah. It's like when people ask comedians, so what do I do to be a stand-up comedian? Don't. Yeah. If that makes you don't, then you were never going to do it. Well, and you had the conversation with Fletcher about, um, you know, him telling you. It was a deterrent. Yeah. It was like, you're either going to get good and bring 200 people to my fucking venue because it's my business, Mm -hmm. or you're not going to do shit and you're going to go not be another just other fucking band in the fucking well, lexicon of bands yeah, that like we have to choose from. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't think you can do that shit anymore. Yeah. But back then, it was very effective. No, and now everybody records everything and like, you know. Well, I mean, it made us literally, like we said, fuck you, we're gonna, yeah. and we went and got good. Yeah. And came back and sold out fucking vinos. Yeah. Like, it worked. That's why I wanted to be in this industry. I wanted to put on the show so I so so Juanita's started doing it became easier to get into Juanita's because we stole the fresh blood model model from from Vino's that's what I was getting at earlier with the you know Tuesday Wednesday Thursday thing I totally forgot I never made that point but it was really just about um giving people a chance Mm -hmm. but also they're eager it's more exclusive so we did that for a year and made money on that shit I still think they should bring it back and do it at a not a loss, but at a venue cover only. Mm-hmm. That's band, what we you did. You ain't getting no money. Oh, we but yeah, like, we didn't pay like, the bands. Because you know now a normal show for you know, but when we were going to shows, it was five bucks, seven. Mm-hmm. You were like, the fuck, seven. I know, thirteen. You <clears throat> better be fucking. You better be fucking under big, oath. Yeah, under <laughs> oath. That's the only band anybody. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. but now we're pushing twenty mm-hmm. because of the pandemic and the and the less numbers. Yeah. And so ten, I'm like, yo, if you can get a band in here on a Thursday night, it's new for five. You stand a good chance to make some real fucking money, especially yeah. at your bar. Because yeah. here's the thing: the new bands, you're not great. Sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a bunch of seasoned musicians who got together and decided we're gonna go kick ass. It's you, but when you're a kid, it's just you've never played a show. It's so fucking different. Yeah. And you're just gonna suck for a little bit till you figure it out, and then you'll get better. But I've been saying that shit. I was like, we need to bring that that whole Thursday model back. Maybe after COVID, it'd be a good time for yeah. somebody to adapt it because it worked like a motherfucker back then. I still think there's a model. I mean, I used to in in high school, I would just doodle venues. Like, right. what's my venue gonna look like? How's it gonna be laid out? And I'd I've play in the that. food. And I've the, straight done that. Um, there was a place. I think <sighs> sandwiches is the best. So I wanted to do like tacos and pizza and everything. It would have never made money, but I wanted to do everything. What do you want? Just yeah. say it. We'll make it. <laughs> now that I worked in restaurants, that would have been a terrible fucking idea. But um, yeah, we're old Chicago. Is. Oh, and the names I came up with. Oh God, <coughs> Spill I'll one. never tell. Oh, okay. Hell no. Um. Yeah, it had experience in it here and there. I actually thought of if I ever did one attached to my life now and with this podcast, I would mm. call it the Crash Castle. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I named it after people in bands or like, of you know, course. trying to be like discreet, but also like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Kill Whitney's shed. It's yeah. a shed venue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was bad. But I don't know. That 
I think there's still a place for it. And as long as it could be versatile and you could still use it for a venue for right. other things, yep. practice spaces upstairs. I've always said that should be two a thing. stories is so important for yeah. one that's going to keep lasting. Yeah. And the remember at the village, how we had the projection room. Uh-huh. I mean, having that view of the stage from the top, it was like a second green room. Yeah. 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 It was, it was cool. A green room where you could hear your thoughts instead of the one off the side of the stage. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's a there's a place for that here, and I think I still would want to do it. Like I know I would. It's I just I could do it again. It's all about what it would really take. I think it's just some fucking person being like, "Yo, that's dope. Hey, I've got this building. Yeah, all you gotta make is the electricity. We that just shit do it. used to happen. I we know. used to come up I with know. shit, and they would just do it. I'd be like, Aaron, where did you meet this guy? I mean, remember the guy? Shit, that um, shit does not happen. The bankrolled. And he did the bodega and stuff too. Yep. Like that was a whole thing, but you're only naive once. And I that's think it. that's what would hold me back from doing yeah. anything now. Like I know Chris and Suzanne have now 25 year relationships, right. fuck 30 year relationships with some of these bands and agents and whatever. Right now there's always new blood. There's always, always. going to be, well, it's going to always turn over. Yeah. And yeah. there's going to be a rookie agent that has the little roster. Like, you know, I could like Mike Marquis and, um, it would have oh, to be for love. At, yeah. at no money like it's a it's something i do on the weekends yeah. it's we put who it doesn't matter who the fuck's here because mm. the bills are paid yeah. if you come or not the bills yeah. are paid that's yeah that's the fucking ticket yeah but you gotta have the vibe because it's not the same but you can put the vibe in there i think the people that work dude imagine yeah. if all of us got together and just oh, fucking had a venue that'd be how so motherfucking crazy awesome it would be i could still work like the morning shift like a regular person and you guys would be like yeah we'll eat this shit up we'll do it yeah man Fucking, oh, well, we were here till 2 o'clock mm-hmm. last night because none of us had to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so, like, Ellis Industries, like, he had all the drive through bands, Andrew Ellis, and oh, his, yeah. as they came up. So, did you ever watch the drive through Records DVDs or anything? No. Oh, man, we were drive through Records DVDs, no. It, and no, Warped Tour DVDs I've seen a stuff. bunch, of course. Yeah. But. But these, that's, we were obsessed. We would learn everything about these bands yeah. and like their inside jokes. We were so awkward. Like tour managers would come through and we're like, hey, like Indy Powers, I still talk thing. to him. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Indy, I know you used to be brand new tour manager. And he's like with some other band and you know, whatever. And I was like, yeah, Blue Canoe or whatever funny thing from the video. <laughs> yeah. They were probably like, what the fuck? But we were just naive and we didn't care. Right. And we thought we were like. Let's do an A part of it. Isn't it weird how the new, bright, fresh, and fluffy, yet to be shit all over person, and then the jaded person who's just like, uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And you don't even understand. When you're this kid, you don't even. This is where you're headed. This is your future. <laughs> I remember handwriting posters and flyers. Of course. And I would have to make one, clipping them. And clip it, uh-huh. yeah, copy it. That's right. And then put it on a four up, do it yep. myself, and go to Kinko's. And I spent so much time. So much fucking time. And money. Like, you mess that up the first, you know, five times, you know? Oh, oh, man. That's oh. why I test And prints. then hand cut. Hand cut every fucking one of them. You'd be Sucked. in Kinko's with that fucking thing. Yeah. If, if you're lucky. If the big one, the, a lot of times it was the this little, one. Yeah. Or a set of scissors. They're yeah. like, yeah, you can cut it over there. And you're like, yep. I'm going to be here all day, especially <laughs> hand bills. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh. And. They would send you an ad mat, you know, and so you could print it. And, like, I didn't know how to work shit for shit, you know, Fuck back no. then. But None of us did. It doing was all that new. all by hand and doing everything yeah. day in, day out. But, like, I just didn't give a fuck. So I remember drawing these posters. So me and one of my friends from back in the day sat upstairs at, 
at Juanita's one night when there was a show because that's where we would hang out, even right. if I wasn't like the only one there. I was still right. working or not, whatever yeah. it was. And we would we drew all these posters. We found this eleven by seventeen like glossy paper and like sharpies and like made all Hell this yeah. stuff with our own art and put it up all up in the windows at Juanita's. <laughs> and Marlo, Aaron Hurley's yeah. wife, yep. goes. Well, looks like Haley decided to get crafty tonight. <laughs> but she was so, you know, she was like, wasn't like, oh, cool, we didn't have posters, you no. made some. She was like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like your t- it's like your uh, 27-year-old son that still lives at your house, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me, by the way. So weird. Anyway, I don't know. Shit was cool. It was fun. I had such a good fucking time, man. Learned a lot. It was... I, I, it's irreplaceable. I wouldn't change a fucking thing. I mean, I know some of it sucked. Most of it sucked. But it was, it got us, you know, especially for me anyway. It's like I kept going. I have all that knowledge. And yeah. I still use it to this day. So, like, it's still very valuable to me. And that's why I did this mainly was to just try to get it out of my mm-hmm. brain. Invite friends on to. Yeah. Because it is fucking incredible. Like, all the shit we went through, I still wouldn't trade it for nothing. No. And I, I think all the time, like, sometimes I'll be, like, laying in the bathtub and, like, just a memory will come to me. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. That was, like, first of all, I can't believe I was a part of that. Yeah. And, like, just in some of the stories, like, a lot of my stories, too, like, I mean, when I talk about trauma, there was a lot. You know, this was this was a great experience for me, but it was also really traumatic. Yeah, sure. And I have a lot of stuff Especially now that I'm. Especially being a girl on a, yep. at that time. Yeah. They're, like, all guys. Yeah. All and guys. it was. You know, it's not like I was some hot piece walking around, and I, but I was, number one, the only piece walking around a lot of times. <laughs> right. And it doesn't always mean, I don't know, there's there's different ways that that could go or be explained or right. talked about and explored, but um, there was a lot. and yeah. But it was still mostly good. And when these memories unlock, it's like sometimes I just want to get my own, you know, like start just writing it out right. because it's hard to express like what we felt like we were, f- we were friends, I, you know, like I that know. group of people. Oh, it was, we had these unique experiences yep. that no one else could understand. We can't, ex- I can't even explain it. I was like <coughs> trying to come up with stories and I was like, oh, I could talk about when I ran away to St. Louis. That was how I got into this. And I could, right. we could talk about this show and this show and this show. And it's like, man, I just can't even put a lot of it. Into words. Into words. Yeah. Because when I think about us hanging out in the green room. Yep. Or after a show. After a show, And man. just laughing uh, and eating yep. dominoes. Making the best of the worst situations yeah. or getting monitors thrown at your head by shitty band people who don't deserve any yeah. kind of, you know, resignation or re- recognition. Fucking, Yeah. And watching the same girls show. It's like, how does that girl know every band in town? Like, she doesn't work. Like, we know people because we worked their last we show. Work. Where did Where did that girl come from? <laughs> and where are they now? Do you remember Worm? Laura Worm? Yeah. They called her Worm? Yeah. I don't know anything about where she is now, but. I think that about a lot of people. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck ever? I'll, it, like that. You'll just be walking or doing so, like, at the grocery store. Yep. And like, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder whatever did happen to that person. Shit. Yeah. You try to look them up on Facebook and it just doesn't exist. Nothing. Yeah. Like, wow. And then it unlocks like a whole like list of people. Like when you think of one you person. Because we went through phases. Yeah. We were like a three phase group. Yeah. It was the oldest guard was still in power when we were kind of starting mm-hmm. to make our little niche, you know. And then we were like the next in line to kind of mm-hmm. do all the stuff. I was actually having this conversation just the other day. I was like. Yeah, we were like right after the original guys who built all this shit. Yeah. The 80s, the, yeah. the late 80s and up, 
And then we were like right at the end because it goes by decades. So like 88, 89, uh-huh. they continued through the 90s. And then we started, like I stepped in in like 99, 2000. Uh-huh. And all those guys were still around. And then we started like putting our, you know. Yeah. And we, I mean, and we, and we shaped it. Like 100%. Sure. Like the, some of the bands, the biggest shows that we did in like 2006 and seven, yeah. those shows, Aaron and James and John and no one knew who the fuck those bands were. No, nope. they, I was, they could look up the Scantrons or right. sound scans. Sc- sound scans um, yeah. yeah. Scantron. That's Scantron. not what I'm that Scantron. is. Scantron. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sad. how you fill out at school, <laughs> you know, the bubbles. Oh, the oh. fucking thing that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound scans, and you could get on Polestar and look up their numbers, right. like what they were doing at other venues yep. and averaging, and you could. That's how you work a deal. Yeah, you're you like, could. Oh, we see 4,500, would you do it for 35 yep. and full catering? Or? Yep, yeah. exactly. And like, you know, back then like buying cases of water it was like ten dollars for a case of water and yeah. so i remember when we started can you think about how much plastic just those shows at juanita's like those water bottles three cases per band per night per band yeah. per night towels fresh towel yeah have fresh towels yeah. i'm like why don't we just wash these yeah aaron will just give you that look like just yeah. you know, stop asking questions yeah <laughs> oh fletcher would send my ass to to goodwill there was goodwill. a or savers there was a savers oh, at the go. bottom of Cantrell hill um, <clears throat> that's a good spot. Yeah, Vino's, you didn't get new towels. Juanita's, you got new towels. You got new towels. I've made those runs a <laughs> yeah. couple times. Hey, go get towels. So I'm yeah. like, huh? Yeah. Like the first time I heard that, I was like, what for? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, they get sweaty. And I'm like, we're Duh. all fucking sweaty. What? Like, I it literally blew my mind that bands use towels. And now yeah. I keep a towel in my car. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I'm like, I get hot and sweaty. I'm like, yeah, this shit is yeah. nice. Oh, it took 30 years to learn that lesson. Right. Washing it every day. And, and fucking beer. The amount of beer I've handed underage musicians yeah. is staggering. Yeah. Was that my door? I think so. <laughs> She's asleep. Oh, you need to get that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can wrap it up. We have two hours. Oh, snap. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? I hope we said some things worthwhile. I think this has been fucking awesome. Okay, good. Come back and we'll do more. Think yeah. of more stories. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>